you got me thinking if it was really worth it Putting it all at this effort just to end up less than perfect But on our great intentions, something used for our protection Are they just another way to force out imperfections? I guess I'm just effective, pointed in the wrong direction The library in my head has one fucked up selection Now children, pay attention, or you'll receive detention Cause after this, you'll be tested on your own reflection like, I'm gonna be real, Nar Naruto is straight up gayer than JoJo's. Like, yeah. 100%. 100%. I started recording. Yeah. <laughs> I kinda figured. Yeah. <laughs> when you repeated yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let's get this shit. But, um, welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 40 Ounce Fridays podcast, episode 91. And I remembered this time because now we are officially starting our road to 100. Woo! <laughs> so, I'm Jesus road again. But yeah, so the like we said last time, the first thing we're going to be doing is doing a Naruto retrospective. Kick it off with some anime nerd shit. Naruto, uh, Naruto had recently watched Ryan and Ryan Shippuden. Mm -hmm. uh, Ryan had recently watched Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. Yes. <laughs> I laugh. I cried. Neji died. He did though. He did. Yeah. Pop, 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 Could rotate them wooden spikes. I'm just... Nah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's pretty much going to be the episode. I know the Tokyo Game Show is going on and a lot of stuff is getting shown off. It's cool. And I would like to talk about it, but we said we're going to do this Road to 100 yeah. thing. Maybe next episode we'll talk about like our favorite things from it. One thing I quickly want to highlight, just because I recently finished playing Tales of Arise, so expect a review of that soon, maybe during the Road to 100, but there's some DLC content coming out for it on October 7th. Mm. They're collaborating with something. Oh. I'm going to give you a guess of what, what you think uh, Tales of Arise is collaborating with, Ryan, because I promise you, you probably won't know. <laughs> Is it it's a Trails a, series? No. <laughs> I, oh my god, I'd fucking orgasm. I would have told you before we started recording. Okay, is it an anime or it's is an, it a game? It's an anime. It's an anime. Is it JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? No, but that would be so cool. Is it Samurai Champloo? No. One more. Uh, one more. Um, uh, Baroni Kenshin? Mmm, no. Are my guesses close? I mean, it involves swords. And they do arts online. No. Yeah. Why? <laughs> it looked cool, man. I don't even give a fuck. As long as it looks cool, I it, guess. It, the point is, it looks cool. It's not story content. Okay, that, that's what matters. They already said they weren't doing, like, story DLC or, like, a game sequel to Tales of Arise. So it looks like DLC content will be extra fights, you know, extra costumes, uh, other cosmetics, weapons, because you can use different weapon skins to go over whatever you have equipped, you know, like vanity slots. You get sucked into the game. It's an MMO. Jeez. Yeah. No, but uh, from what I saw from the trailer, it, it it came out today as of this recording. We're recording on uh, October 3rd. So this will... Also, this is fitting for the Naruto stuff because uh, Naruto aired in America 19 years ago on this day huh. of this recording, not the day this comes out. So October 3rd. Um. Yeah, you know, it's nice. But the DLC will contain... You're, you're going to be able to fight Kirito and Asuna. So that's kind of cool. Okay. Uh, you're going to get costumes for three of your party members. Uh, you're going to be able to have uh, Kirito's swords as weapons. So it's probably going to be for Alphen, our main character. He's the one who uses swords. And you get another um, 
Mystic Arc. Mystic Arcs are like ultimate moves for your characters in the game. So it looks like Alfin's getting it, which is cool. I'm always down for more content. I just wish somebody else was getting a Mystic Art because mm. everyone in your party comes standard with one. So you already automatically have one. And then during the story, Alfin gets another one. Now with this DLC, Alfin has three and everyone else has one. And I understand Alfin's the main character, but I'd like some other stuff for the other characters should, as well. They should have given it to like Thorny Girl because like she's like the second. Well, she's getting a costume and other stuff. It looks like she's involved in the DLC. It might automatically be like a team fight between Alfin and Shion versus Kirito and Asuna. Okay. So the Mystic Art looked really cool though. It looked fucking dope. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, and that just gives me hope that further DLC will be collaborations or other stuff in general. So we'll get more costumes and Mystic Arts for your other party members later down the road. But that DLC comes out October 7th. I don't know if they showed a price or not yet. I don't think it'd be that expensive, but if you like Tales of Arise like me, it's probably my game of the year right now at this point. Uh, you'll probably want to pick this up because it's extra content to fight with. But yeah, that's that's what I wanted to note. And uh, Ryan, how are you? Um, well, I got a couple bullet points actually. Um, I'll start off with the quickest. Uh, there was a shooting by like walking distance from my apartment, and I don't mean Fuck. like the usual shootings, like oh, you know, walk down the street. I mean like the cops were in front of my apartment. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened, but uh, right when I was leaving work last night, um, Marilyn heard, pop, 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 pop. So someone went in. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, a woman got shot in the leg. Oh. Um, and, yeah, we I don't know details, but, yeah, you know, be safe out there. Uh, there's been a lot of shootings lately around here, actually. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, be safe out there. Uh I've been working a lot. I, uh, I know that vibe. Like, <laughs> I think this is day seven. Oh, no. Nah, homie. 13, possibly. Jesus Christ. Hopefully not 14. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm more inclined to chug this then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. Seven days, dude. I, I guess... Shit, I had something I wanted to say, but I don't have it anymore. I don't think I, I don't think I'm there right now. That's okay. We're, gonna, <laughs> we're we're just about to shoot the shit about some Naruto for like an yeah. hour or two, so I think it's fine. <laughs> um, been watching a lot of my wife and kids. Really? Yeah. Love that show. It's such a good show. Yeah. <laughs> That's so wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Hulu, right? Yeah, it's yeah, on Hulu. Yeah. Um. I've also been uh, blah blah blah. Uh, we got Marilyn into American Dad. Oh, nice! Because Family Guy's getting stale. Oh, I remember what I wanted to talk about. So the new Family Guy season aired. Oh. Um, the first. Or the first episode aired last week. Second episode aired today. Let's hope this episode's better than the last one. Oh. They did not start off strong. Oh. It was not. I don't know. I wasn't really the only thing that I was laughing at, but it was like a. <laughs> kind of laugh mm. was they kept making fun of Burbank <laughs> and I was like okay but they did a, an Ellen joke and I'm like y'all are like a year late for that but you know yeah um it was about like Lois gets blind from a LASIK surgery and then she starts a whole campaign called ICU and I'm like 
I Bojack did ICU better, but Bojack does a lot of things better. And uh, watch Bojack. Yeah, watch Bojack. <laughs> it's much better than anything Family Guy will ever put out. And facts. But yeah, it just the episode was just kind of like it was like Lois is like talking about how like now that she can't see like. She realizes she needs to see people for the inside and all that. Mm-hmm. And it got to Meg, and she was, like, very touched, and she wanted to start this whole movement with her mother. And Lois starts using it to, like, sell essential oils and shit like that. Ah. And it gets to her head, and then she can see again, and she starts lying about it. You know, generic fucking TV. Yeah. And I don't know. I hope the next episode's great. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I built a shelf. I've noticed that. I was I was mean to ask you about it, but I, I figured built it, it was going to get brought up. I built it on uh, Tuesday on my day oh, off. Oh, nice. Where'd you get it from? Uh, I just ordered it off of Amazon. Ah, yeah. It looks like it. It's nice. Like I said, I was talking to you, Modena. was like, I'm not utilizing the space of my room. So, yeah, I got all that shit off my futon. I moved all that stuff from my desk up there on the shelves. My hoodies and my hats are hanging up on it. Yeah. I like it. No, I think it nice. looks nice. It's, it is nice. Uh, I did it myself, and I drilled it to the wall myself. It was a pain in the ass to do by myself. I should have waited for someone to come home or something to help me hold it up. I was like, fuck that. I'll just do it now. Nah, I'll yeah, line it no. up on the wall. You get it done yeah, right away. So, so I, you know, fucking, you shouldn't do this because it's dangerous. But what I ended up doing was, after I built the shelf, I had to mount it to the wall, right? And there's a backboard thing to it, too. Why is there flying here? Uh, I'll kill it later. But um, <laughs> I had to, you know, get it drilled into the wall with the backboard behind it because I want the backboard. It's, it's a piece to the shelves. So I held the shelf up with one hand. Mm-hmm. And I chose my right hand. I should have chose my left hand because I'm left-handed. And that probably would have been easier. But I felt like I would have been awkwardly holding the drill in the nails with my right hand. Mm. So I used my strength and held up the shelf and held it up straight as I could with my left, with my right hand. Now, instead of picking up the screws and one by one putting them in, I already had them kind of placed and faced up against the wall because I needed the backboard up there too. That was the only way I was getting it all drilled up there. Yeah. So it was a pain in the ass to get aligned and get balanced as I was doing it. And then I slowly pick up the nail gun or the drill. And I'm like drilling in the nails like that, hoping I'm like, please don't be fucking too slanted. I'm going to be so annoying. (laughs) But yeah, it came out nice. That's good, man. I had, you know, I did that. I felt manly. I was like, look at that. You know, you're building shit. Next time you're going to put something up, let me know. I'll come by with my stud finder, with my, uh, my, oh, my yeah. leveler. Oh, yeah, because um, don't, don't, I, I'm not taking that down until I move. Yeah. Don't look behind that wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it took a couple of tries. No, yeah. Let's no. just say that. <laughs> There's a couple of shelves in our apartment that are definitely hiding holes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But, I, yeah, I, I felt like an adult. <laughs> So um, next time when I order something, it's probably going to be a new table. I'm going to get something smaller. Okay. Because we can fit all the shit to record on, like, half of this. Yeah. So this is taking up so much, like, floor space. Like I said, like, it does really open the room up. Yeah. So I think I'm going to get, like, a smaller kind of just, like, sturdier, maybe, like, another, like, wooden table kind of thing. Okay. To set stuff up on. Like a nice little coffee table. Mm -hmm. Easier to keep the the mic stands clamped to as well. Yeah. And then I can put this probably just in the walk-in. Because one day I, I do want to build the walk-in to use something. Maybe for recording, like, music yeah. and stuff like that. So we'll I'll move this table in there. That way I'll just have this whole chunk of space free. Yeah. And I can, like, always set the table to the side. That way if I need more floor space, I'll have it. 
And then the last thing I'm gonna get is a entertainment stand for my TV. Okay. That way I can put like all three of my consoles on that one TV. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, I think it'd be cool. So yeah, I'm slowly, you know, upgrading. Yeah. I'm gonna get another poster too. Plus, if you have a smaller table, you'll be able to put, put uh, like really use that desk for a computer when you finally get one. Yeah, exactly. That's why I want to move the consoles too. Mm. So if I have them all there. Okay. And I can use that as a monitor until I get like some better stuff. Yeah. All right. So I've just been building up my room. Improving home improvement. Yeah. I do feel the sense of accomplishment. (laughs) It keeps you you busy when you're thinking it's nice to have, like, some busy work to do. Yeah. That's not like, fuck, I have to go to work and do some bullshit. And then um, Tuesday, uh, so that'll be, what, the 5th? On October 5th, uh, I'm going to the pumpkin patch with Modina. Going to pumpkin patch? Yeah, I don't know what pumpkin patch, but we're going to a pumpkin patch. She wanted to go. She's She's been saying she wants to go all year. And I was like, yeah, no, we'll definitely go. So we're going on Tuesday. I get paid, so it's it's like perfect timing. So I guess I'll talk about that next episode on how you're doing. Oh, yeah. Let me all, know all about it. What broken carnival rides there. Yeah. Like... I'll take you to the pumpkin patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... It's, it's been nice. It's been vibing. Oh, and I've been recording, you know, music stuff. Two tracks down, so we'll see how it goes from here. They're good so far, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But, yes, I think that is it for, like, our introductions, unless you have anything else you want to say before we I get into it. Before we get into it, do you, do you want to address the elephant in the room? Ryan, that's rude. He's right here. You can just talk to him. Ah, he won't. He'll forget. <laughs> They never forget. <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm addressing uh, something that got announced uh, like last week that I'm very confused about. Hmm. Starring Chris Pratt. Oh yeah. Just fucking nip this in the butt. Okay, really yeah, quick. yeah. Let's do it really quick. Why not? So, um, I'm sure everyone saw the Nintendo Direct, and they announced the cast for the the Super Mario Brothers movie. What the. Fuck? Fuck. I'm cool with with the casting, honestly. I'm honestly like okay with all of it until like except for one until we see something. Ryan is not cool with one specific one. <laughs> and I think it's very clear what specific one he's not cool Why with. Why the fuck is Star Lord Mario? <laughs> it's so weird. It is weird. I like people like were going in and I was just like I just think it's weird. Like yeah. I don't see it. It's it's like with everyone else, I can see the angle. Yeah. Like with like fuck Charlie Days. Charlie Days <laughs> Luigi is the most was, perfect. I casting. was like that's I had to tell Ryan. That's I was the like, most fuck. perfect casting. Make and then do. um Jack Black is Bowser. I, it's like what? they're definitely going yeah. for a, a comedic angle. You can see yeah. that. But I think Jack Black can pull it off. Jack Black's great. Yeah. Um, who was uh Don- Seth Rogen is Donkey Seth Kong. Is Donkey- <laughs> fucking love it. Absolutely perfect. Don't ever change. Hey, Mario. Crystal Coconut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people have already been editing, like, Smash Bros. clips. So when he's, like, fucking picking people up and punching them, it's just like... (laughs) 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 And I'm kind of here for it. Oh and then God. fucking Keegan Michael Kia's Toad. That's yes. perfect. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to want him to do Toad voice. I want him to just do his. Yeah. No. Voice. I want them to just be their voices. But that's also why I'm so weirded out. Like <laughs> Chris Pratt is Mario. I was like, why? <laughs> oh, I, I, the thing that I don't get the most is why? Do you, why is Mario's voice actor in the movie but not as Mario? I think they just 
didn't want to do that. I think, I think what it is, they w didn't want to give the actual voice of Mario, like, continuous speaking lines. Because mm. that's never been a thing, you know? Like, he just goes like, oh, yeah. Okie doke. Like, just single one-shot things like that. Yeah. I think in Nintendo's mind, they just didn't want to give Mario, that Mario voice, a consistent, like, like dialogue. Okay. I feel like that would. Br I feel like maybe they thought it would break the immersion of that character in the video game verse. So I, I'm. What I'm thinking is like we're just taking this as a different universe kind of thing on its own. I get like, that. Like this is going but... to be different from what you experience from the games. I just. And I'm just like it's weird. It's still a weird choice. Like Chris Pratt. I still think it's a weird fucking choice. I feel like even Michael Sarah would have made more sense. <laughs> no. <laughs> Michael Sarah could have been towed. He could have pulled yeah, it off. <laughs> really good. Michael Sarah as Diddy Kong instead of Rogan as Donkey Kong. I, I I would love it. I just love as it. a solo Donkey Kong film. I hope they expand and get a Mario verse like that, just so we could see that. Yeah. I I'd be so down to hear Michael Sarah be Diddy Kong. <laughs> That's actually really good. I, I, would, I would I would watch the shit out of that. Oh my god. I just I just think it's like I don't know. I'm tired of Chris Pratt. I'm, no, I I'm I, so I think tired. a lot of people are. Like, I think a lot of people are. He, there's I think actors. it's like the 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 fucking Jennifer uh, Lawrence effect from a few years back, you know? Yeah. She was like in fucking everything. Yeah. It was just like, "All right, chill." <laughs> like, yeah, he's funny, but like when you cut down to it, he's not a great actor. He's just Chris Pratt. It's yeah. just Chris Pratt doing Chris Pratt. And also, I'm not a big fan of his beliefs. So No, that's another thing, too. A lot of people, are, me included. So it's, it's just weird. It was just a weird pick. I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see. But I've been, I've, been, I've been proven wrong with these live actions. Detective Pikachu, not bad. I actually talked about... I did a little review of Detective Pikachu on, like, one of the very earliest episodes mm. of the podcast. Like, one of the testing episodes. And it wasn't bad. I, I actually very much enjoyed that movie. Still need to watch that one. It's pretty good. Sonic movie? Still need to watch Solid. It. Solid movie. Get the fuck out of my room, you fucking fly. My bad. <laughs> uh, Sonic movie? Solid. Actually liked it, too. So we've got two right now. We're like two for two with these, with these like. We're almost getting the video. Smash Bros. universe, right? If this Mario movie takes off, we can get a Smash Bros. <laughs> well, no, because this one's animated. Yeah. The other two are are technically live action. Yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm gonna wait until we actually see a trailer, see some footage, see some stuff before I make like a full like initial impression. But it, like I said, it is weird. Like, that's such a weird pick. Like, I wouldn't mind him being in the movie, but it's just like, Mario? Yeah. Like, I don't see it. Like, I don't just see it. Fucking make him Birdo. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he, he'd feel really weird about being a trans character, wouldn't he? Oop. <laughs> I, I just don't agree with that casting. Like, all, all the casting, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, it just no. I don't. Yeah, like it's it. it's a weird pick. I I, feel I don't like, know what they were thinking about when they picked that. And uh, I guess 
you know, go, watch it anyway, guys. Get your own valid opinions on it. I will say, as of late, I've kind of become like old man yells at movies lately. Oh, have I you? I hate everything. Do like, you? Every, Aww, like, Ryan. I, like, but like for valid reasons. Okay. Like, I hate what they're doing with Venom. Oh, yeah. We were uh, just talking about I that. I hate what they're doing with that. I'm... I'm nervous about the MCU, but you guys already know that. Yeah. I'm, I just, every time there's something going on, I'm like, I don't know about this one, Chief. But we'll see. We'll see. When it comes out, I'll not watch it and hear about what Kyle says. Now, I'm going to watch it because of Charlie Day, but like. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I'm, I'm going to see it. We'll see how it goes. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also, I don't think we talked about this. We have we, we didn't talk about the Cowboy Bebop thing, did we? Oh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, I don't yeah. know where... I, I I'm gonna to... pinpoint him and fucking clap that Fuck nigga. off, Shino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, um... Yeah, Cowboy Bebop... It... By this point, by the time this comes out, it'll be in, like, two weeks since this happened... But um, they released the Netflix live-action Cowboy Bebop showed their opening. And it's very, you know, it's pretty much uh, supposed to be the same thing as the animated opening. They even have the same opening song. So it looks good. And there were mixed uh, there were mixed opinions. Uh, Ryan and I personally like it. I love how campy it is. Yeah, it makes that's exactly it. Yeah. Like, that... I'm like, they. It, it feels like, ah, yeah, they like this shit. Yeah. They're gonna do it. They know what they're doing. I feel like I, I'm very hopeful for this show, and I'm more confident that the show will at least be, like, decent. Uh, people are already bitching because, you know, they've been bitching about several things. Uh, Faye's outfit, who the fuck cares? It's it's a different adaptation. Stop not expecting changes in yeah. adaptations. Stop doing that. I fucking hate that. I fucking hate when an ad who asked for it? No one. But if they're going to do it, already expect changes. It's like... Like, be, already... do Never expect an adaptation to be exactly like the original Be song. happy that they actually nailed anime hair with John Cho's hair. Yeah. Like... It looks pretty solid, honestly. I was like, I didn't know how they were going to work it out. It works. They did a good job. And, I, and the cast looks good. Like, who the fuck... Who the fuck cares? So, from what it's I... It's a different continuity yeah, essentially because it's, it's not even going to be yeah it's not even going to be the same story yeah like same exact story it's, it's supposed going, to be like an extended yeah so it's like gonna i i'm sure because you know cowboy bebop's like 26 episodes i think mm -hmm. they're gonna like tell the whole story but like but expand have a lot and a little bit more expand, like stretch to stretch it out a couple seasons we're gonna have like three episodes of the mushroom trip like <laughs> <laughs> i could see it being like three seasons and they yeah. kind of take like eight or nine episodes and like make that a season yeah I can see that because people are also complaining like where's ed where's ed if they are planning to do multiple seasons because i'm also assuming this live action adaptation is going to have like 48 minute episodes you know yeah and not like 30 minute ones yeah so yeah again they're probably stretching the episodes from the anime out and adding in like own detail their own details from the live action for the live action and if that's the case we probably won't see Ed until maybe like the end of season one yeah. or the start of season two. Exactly. Which I could see being a thing because Ed doesn't come in to the, the anime until like episode nine. I'm pretty sure it's episode nine because Modina and I were rewatching it recently and we got up to like episode 10 and that's when Ed shows up. Okay. So I could see like as a season finale, they kind of like hint at Ed and then in season two, Ed joins 
and then the story goes on from there. And then, like, the last season will focus highly, highly, highly on, like, the, the true background between uh, Spike and Vicious. Yeah. It'll work so well. Yeah, I, I think they can pull it off. If the like they seem to be dedicated, every like the cast actually like are fans of the, most of the cast. Um, like I know uh, John Cho, he he likes Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. I know that. Uh, I forget the black dude's name that's playing Jet. I forget his name. My mom loves him too. He was Bushmaster in Luke Cage. Oh yeah, it was that guy. Yeah, he's he's a super fan of Cowboy Bebop. He actually really really likes Cowboy Bebop. My mom's a big fan of that actor too. Like. He's a super dope dude. Like, I, I think they're going to do a good job. Like, I could be wrong, but I'm not wrong until we actually see it. And if it's shit, it's shit. Then if you want to shit on it for being shit, go right ahead. But please stop shitting on shit before it comes out. I, I fucking hate that confirmation bias bullshit. Because you guys just expect everything to be bad. And as soon as it's bad, see, all live actions are bad. Not all live actions are bad, first off. A lot of live action is bad. <laughs> I'm never going to fucking beat around the bush about that. Like, a good 70% of live action is pretty fucking bad. There's some good live actions. The Tokyo Ghoul live action adaptation, pretty solid in my book. Uh, Roroni Kenshin, even though that nigga touched on children, them live action adaptations are pretty solid. And I just feel bad for the people who work on Roroni Kenshin stuff. Yeah. Before it was revealed that that offer was involved in that shit, because now you're just part of that legacy, which sucks ass. Yeah, it really does. Suck. But but the live action adaptations were very good. Um, like I was just talking about with Detective Pikachu and Sonic, those were pretty solid. Like, like I think they're getting better. We're still having more misses than hits, but we're slowly getting more hits. Exactly. So we're working there, and it's like, who asked for this? Yeah, no one asked for it. But if you don't want to watch it. The original will always be there. This does not... It's its the Final Fantasy VII remake argument again. Yeah. The original does not cease to exist. You can always go back. You don't have to accept this new thing. It's perfectly fine. You know, I gotta say, I hate the who asked for this argument. Because, it's like, I'm sorry you and your circle group of, fr of, like, three friends are, like, didn't ask for this and assume that nobody else in the world asked for this. Like, yeah. I guarantee there's, like at least 20 people in the vicinity of like 10 miles from you who are like i really hope they make a live action cowboy bebop There's one people day like that in like, the world the world is a revolve around and it's you. like also too like i feel like if you're gonna pick a live act i this was a good choice yeah i think if you're gonna pick an anime to be live action i feel like a lot of them are hard to pull. like the full metal alchemist live adaptation ugh, yeah. it was rough i even feel like a samurai champloo at live action would be really tough it could be tough. I could see them pulling it off. They if, pull if they're successful at Cowboy Bebop, I could see a Samurai Shampoo. They they could pull it off, off, but they'd have to get a really talented like dude to like break dance and sword fight. Like oh yeah, no, it would have to be yeah. choreographed very well. Yeah, but if they can choreograph it very well, then yeah, they yeah. could they could do it. But um, I mean, they're gonna have to choreograph this stuff very well too, cause Spike Spike be throwing throwing down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So we'll we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes. It comes out November nineteenth. Oh wow, that's coming up. You know, we got Cowboy Be live action Cowboy Bebop in November. Prison bitches in December. Ooh, we the eatin'. end of the year is getting good. We eating. We nom, 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 Sit nom. down. Get a plate. They setting the table. Quit being picky with your food, nigga. There's enough for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> 
boy. But yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Even when they first announced it, I was very hopeful for it. Cause like in my head, I'm like, they could do it. They could pull that off. Yeah. They could pull that one off. It's sci-fi. Like, you know, there's going to be space. So they could pull it off. Dude, even the, the shots in the on uh, the opening that got revealed of like their ship, mm -hmm. I was like, "Wow, that looks really good." Yeah, I'm just like, "Come on, guys, have some faith, have some faith." It looks like Netflix busted out like a similar budget to Mandalorian and was like, "Here we go." Yeah, I mean, you don't want to fuck up something like Cowboy Bebop after so many other like anime live adaptations have been fucked up. Yeah. Like, Cowboy Bebop's a classic. It's regarded as one of, like, the greats. One yeah. of the greatest anime to grace the screen. And, yeah, it's it's definitely up there, man. It's legendary. It's not in my top ten for favorites, but I'm not going to lie and say it's not one of the best anime I've ever seen. Yeah. It's a fucking amazing anime. If you haven't seen Cowboy Bebop, please watch it. And niggas who say Cowboy Bebop is boring are the same niggas who think Gundam is boring. And those are the same niggas who think their votes don't count. So, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about those people's opinions. <laughs> Had to go off a little bit there. Oh, goodness. But, um... <laughs> Gundam is only boring if you don't understand politics. If you're like, yeah. I want to watch robots fight, then... And you don't even have to understand politics that deep. You just yeah. have to understand basic politics. Like, oh, well, these people want this because their rights feel like this. But these people are trying to do it's this like, because this and this. And then they have a robot fight to determine whose rights are correct. Yeah. It's like, did but you, whose rights are really correct? Did, did you study ethics in third grade like everybody else? You can you can get Gundam. Yeah. Like, fuck. And also, I call bullshit. You don't like a single Gundam anime. Do you know how many fucking Gundam animes in, like, movies and specials in uh. manga exist? All these different storylines. All these very different fucking storylines. Some of them continue off older storylines. Some of them are in different universes. You don't like a single Gundam? You're fucking lying. There's one that you'll like. <laughs> Guys, there's enough for everybody. You're fucking lying. <laughs> As of right now, from all the ones I've seen, my favorites are the original, like the, the 79 gun. That is just a classic. Like, woo. And uh, you like the... Iron-Blooded Orphans? I was, gonna, I, was gonna, oh! I was gonna call it Bloody Kids with No Parents. It, it's facts, though. <laughs> I was eating good watching that 50 episode, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, uh, that's on my list. I think it's, I think it's Ryan. You're gonna, gonna be in one. your fucking feelings, but it's so good. You it's know I love so to, fucking. You know what I love to cry to cartoons. And them, the the action is really nice. The storyline's really nice. You'll love these characters. They really feel like a family, which is is sad. It hurt you every time when something bad happened because you're like, God damn it, give these niggas a break. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good ride. Oh, man. Uh, but you don't like a single gun. Suck a dick. You're yeah. lying. It's <laughs> like, I liked XD Gundam. Still a Gundam. Hey, uh, it was actually a fun show to watch. I'll yeah. say that. Came they on have, after Code Lyoko. Like. They have G Gundam. Like, what was it? G Gundam? Like, the Gundam where they had the big tournament fight. The Gundam that was a whole season of tournament arc? Yeah. You know niggas love that shit. Fucking Burning Finger? Yeah. My nigga was going hit. You don't like a Gundam series. You a fucking liar. You a motherfucking liar. <laughs> and a new Gundam series got announced. Oh, really? I think it's called The Witch from Mars or something like that. We don't know anything about it. We just know the title. It got announced like a month ago, I think. I think it's supposed to come out next year. 
and I think it's the first official like Gundam anime series since Iron Blood Orphans. I don't think there's been another anime series since Iron Blood Orphans. I could okay. be wrong. I haven't seen every single Gundam. I'm I'm slowly gonna work my way through all of them. He hasn't seen them all, but he hates them. I hate all. Of them. <laughs> I hate them all. I've seen a good couple here and there. I'm trying to like go in order besides the ones I've already seen, and I'll probably just rewatch the ones I've already seen. Like Gundam Wing. Everyone's seen Gundam Wing. That's a fucking comical soap opera. But I love it. It's it's such good slock. You like Days of Our Lives? You like robots? I will destroy you. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> it's like, nigga, what? <laughs> that music was hitting, though. <laughs> But yeah, I'm slowly working my... Like, I finished... I, it took me forever, and I watched some other stuff in between it, but I finished um, the second Gundam series, Gundam Zeta. Mm. It's like a sequel to the first one. It's, yeah. It continues that timeline with a different main character. It was good. It was like 50 episodes. It was good. I finished it on Funimation. The ending was very weird to me, but I think Zeta was kind of strange to me in general. Mm. Like, I was like, y'all some assholes. Like, a lot of them niggas was... But it was interesting. And, like, I didn't really like the main character in Zeta Gundam. I think his name was Camille. I didn't really like him compared to the first main character. Mm. <laughs> I wonder why you didn't like him, Kyle. <laughs> That's not why. That's not why. But <laughs> it's funny that you said was that. Was he bald, buff, no. and an asshole? No. Jesus Christ. This nigga went in. Um, no, he was like a, like a 14-year-old child. They always are. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I didn't really like him. Like, even by the end, I was just like, I still don't like, I like, I get you. Like, I understand why you act like that. And I understand, like, you know, your character and all that shit. I don't like you. Compared to, like, uh, the first main character, Amuro Ray. Yeah. I love Amuro. I love him. Despite his flaws, despite his, you know, PTSD war trauma from being, like, a child soldier yeah. thrusted into conflict. Like, I like Amuro Ray. Well Even written. in Zeta Gundam, when he's like, because he's older. Like, all the, yeah. the people from the previous Gundam are like adults. I, I And Amuro had like a little character arc in it because, you know, he was going through like the PTSD of what happened oh, during previously. So, yeah. like, he hadn't been piloting a Gundam. He he was fucked up in the head a little bit. He had to get his mind right. But um, I like Amuro. He's probably one of my favorite MCs. He's a good MC. Um, he graces the mic, spits a dope flow. No. <laughs> No, but like, like I remember like the few episodes Amuro was in with Zeta. I was just like, yeah, fucking Amuro Ray. And then it was fucking Camille after, and I was just like, yeah, Camille's here too. It, you're a talented pilot. I just, you're such a fucking asshole. <laughs> it's good that they have diversity in their main no, characters. No, no, though. that's I what will, I was I'll giving give the benefit that. to. Yeah, they're very different characters, and that's what I appreciate. Because like, it wasn't like the same fucking person. Because like, I, I, I love the Yu-Gi-Oh series, but I gotta say, the main characters do tend to be like cut and paste. Do you think that they all have their when own have you, distinct personalities? When have you? But... When have you? When was the last time you recently watched Yu-Gi-Oh? Because um, I promise you, they're so different. Okay, I haven't watched since 5Ds. <laughs> I promise you, those characters are so different. The first three... No, first. Yugi, Jaden, and Yusei are so different. They're... Okay. They are completely different people. Okay. Yugi's like this honest, go-lucky kid with a pharaoh spirit in him. He's a happy guy. He's kind of like a dweeb. But he has a good heart. Jaden, he's kind of stuck up, annoying, loud mouth. He is a good guy, but like I said, stuck up, annoying, loudmouth. Later, gets his own personal trauma and burdens to bear. Yusei's tough dude, grew up on the street. 
you know, doesn't have a lot of people to trust. He's been betrayed by homies. They're very different people. I promise you. Okay. I I'll promise you. Give them a rewatch. I promise you. They're so. I think I think I do need to because in those my characters mind, are all I see is just like I'm a kid who's good at a card game. I mean, they're all talented at this card <laughs> game, but they're very different people. And honestly, um. Unpopular opinion. Some people might be mad at me. Um, GX GX is not as good as you remember it to be. I I actually GX thought about it. GX is not the other as day. good as you remember it to be. I, I thought about when GX I, the other day, and I realized I I only was into it because I was like, wow, superhero cards. Like when I rewatched it, I was like, this is cool, this is all right, but I like the original Yu-Gi-Oh more, and I like Five Ds more. I thought I was gonna fucking hate 5Ds. 5Ds is really cool. When they first introduced, I was like, they're gonna fucking play Yu-Gi-Oh on Mars. What the fuck is this stupid uh, shit? Then like halfway and one through, of my they're friends like, no. was like, no, convince, convince me. He was like, no, watch it, watch it. You'll like it, watch it. And I was watching it. And I was like, fucking duel it all. And yeah, no, Yu-Gi-Oh 5Ds is the shit. It. I can't decide if the original or 5Ds is my favorite. Really. 5Ds was really good. I, I saw parts of 5Ds because like I was like, ho ho, I'm gonna watch the stupid motorcycle card game. And I was like 10 episodes in like, oh, wow, bro. this is good. <laughs> you, you barely scratched the surface. Yeah. It gets dark. Yeah, like you were telling it, me some of the shit before. And it I was gets like, dark. Like it gets, I was like, oh. Yeah, no, 5Ds. 5Ds is hitting, bro. I was like, mm, we eat good on some 5Ds. GX was... We was eating. We we eating good. We was getting podcast. by on GX. Yeah. And then on the last season of GX, we was eating pretty good. The I, last season of GX is good. I feel like GX as a as a show as an anime was, um, was more of like fun, but I feel like the importance of GX was kind of like starting the bridge to reforming the Yu-Gi-Oh card game. I just yeah. I just feel like it took too long. To get into it like it's more serious plot aspect, yeah. it, which is like if you want to have like this more lighthearted storyline overall, that's perfectly fine. I just felt like when it got serious, I was like, "Damn, we getting serious now? We're like yeah. 28 episodes in. What the fuck? <laughs> like that took way too long. Like you should have had like outliers sprinkled in. It was, and they kind of did, but they kind of did. It was like, it was like where the, the original Yu-Gi-Oh and GX were both like monster of the week kind of situations but where yugi you the original Yu-Gi-Oh had like an end goal to its plot yeah Dora's was, kingdom like i gotta get my grandpa's yeah. soul back yeah joey was like my sister's gonna go blind like it mokuba was, <laughs> it was episode of the week but but they, they had, had an a end goal. goal yeah they Whereas had goals GX was episode of the week and then the next week it's like well we're going to math class today I mean, <laughs> like, which i do, on paper it makes sense yeah because um they're at school also, the idea of a dual academy is fucking ridiculous, but I love it. <laughs> I think that's why so many people fondly remember GX. Yeah. Because it was a fucking school where you learned how to play Yu-Gi-Oh. I wanted to go there. Oh, yeah. I, I had a lot of fun I guarantee playing. you, everyone did. I had a lot of fun playing the, the DS um, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX game. I know game exactly what game where you're Where you, you pick your card I know exactly spirit. What, and, I, know, oh, I know exactly what game you're talking game. about. such a good game. Yeah. <laughs> nah, dude. But no, everyone did. But if you like go back and watch it, it's okay. It's not bad. It's okay. And then like the last season is really good. Whereas like I liked Yu-Gi-Oh consistently throughout, and Five Ds is just really solid throughout. Zexel can kiss my ass. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll rewatch Zexel a third time and try to give it a chance. But 
every time I've watched Zexel, I have not vibed to it. And I haven't watched past Zexel. I, so I think there's like two or three other series I haven't watched. I watched the first few episodes of Arc V when it came out, but I didn't like sit there and watch it. But I heard Arc V was really good. Mm. And I don't know anything else after that. Uh, Zexel is doo-doo butter. <laughs> In my opinion, Zexel is some doo-doo butter. I don't like Zexel. <laughs> I also didn't like the fucking mechanic that... I didn't like Xyz. I learned to accept Xyz. I did not like Xyz. I, I I thought the idea was stupid on paper until I started playing the paper and I realized I really love them. Oh really? Yeah. Like I just I, I fucking did not like them. I mean I, I learned to accept them and then like when pendulums got introduced I was like come on man stop. And then they're like we're gonna they were like we're gonna nerf the pendulums with the the link thing and I'm like no 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 don't do that I can handle pendulums. Here's a did we that's when we stopped playing. Yeah. No, because when, when they were like dual links, I was like, they were like link summoning. I was like, oh no. No, because like what pissed me off was like they were like we're gonna do this because pendulums are so op, and I'm like, but like I need those extra spe spaces to beat my buddy's pendulum deck. Like fuck you. Yeah, yeah they. I, I I just got tired of Yu-Gi-Oh adding like a completely new mechanic. That's why I joined Magic because even though they add new mechanics, it doesn't affect the game. I'm just. I think I just stopped playing. It's. It's an expensive habit. Yeah. And I already kind of have too many expensive habits. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I like I can't pick up another one. Oh, dude, I'm since we're talking about card games real quick before we get into Darto, just <laughs> we I'm... keep saying that for like 40 minutes. <laughs> we always do. Okay, say what you're gonna say. We're gonna start Naruto. Um, I uh, uh, I'm excited about magic. That's all. Okay. <laughs> That's all. But I. <laughs> I still think it's fine because we were just gonna shoot the shit about Naruto anyway. We never had anything like super planned for it. It's like a retrospective slash appreciation slash just in general discussion of the gathering. Magic of the gathering. <laughs> but um, fuck it, let's do it. All right, Naruto, or as Michael B. Jordan would like to say, Naruto. Also, uh, side note for for. Who gives a fuck how they pronounce? I'm yeah. sorry. Some people can't, don't speak fluent Japanese. Some people are not walking around like, oh, Naruto, Naruto, <laughs> Sasuke, <laughs> oh, you say Sakura Kambaka. <laughs> like people aren't fucking walking around. Like get over it. The only thing that who cares. The only thing that was funny is like Marilyn was like, oh, it's spelled with a T. I always thought it was Naruto. <laughs> this goes why people love saying Naruto. But she was raised around a bunch of Latinos. It's because white people say Naruto. <laughs> you get, you experience that. That's all you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the flaws in his logic. <laughs> no, it's facts. I know, it's big but facts. like... It did, <laughs> you know what's not big didn't facts? Didn't in that example. Kie would not beat Sasuke. Sorry, I had to bring it up again because, you know, every like, every two months, somebody in the Yu Yu Hakusho group Post that fucking death battle and uses the. They're like, this is definitive proof. Kie could beat. So I'm like, it's not though. But let's talk about Naruto. Maybe I'll get into that in a second and my explain to you why that's fucking wrong. My problem with death battle is they're just like, hey, this character that everybody says is overrated, we're gonna make him lose just so, so people would be like, see, I told you it was overrated. It's like sometimes they're right. No. Like out of like, we're, what were we watching? It was like um, Flash versus Quicksilver, and we were both like, Quick "I swear to God, if Quicksilver wins, yeah. <laughs> I swear to fucking God." <laughs> it made no sense. But Flash won. 
Yeah, I think their most recent. I don't watch them yeah. anymore. I, I'm I'm like, who the fuck cares? Hey, hey, Chad, <laughs> I love you, man, but you're you're wrong sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like they did like it was like Goku Black versus Reverse Flash. I think Reverse Flash. One. I don't fucking care. Death battle is death battle. Yeah. I've learned to just not. But the thing I hate is that def, people try to like cite death battle as a credible source for like a debate. I'm like, no, it's not a credible no. source. Do something else. Give me direct feats from the source material. Yeah. And explain them to me. Let, let's talk about the first death battle, uh, Datara versus Gara. <laughs> is that what we're starting off with? I that guess was the first so. discussion. I guess so. That fight broke my fucking heart. Cause I fucking hate. That was the moment I was like, I despise this fucking person. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I've talked about it. You, you have was, but go. I Pop. fucking hate Datara oh. to my very fucking core. I hate Datara as a character for like you know what he did in the plot. Just, I hate Datara as a character in general. I just fucking hate him as a personality. I fucking hate him in the video games, especially in Storm. Especially in Storm 3. Oh, yeah. Fucking hate Data Red Storm 3. In Storm 4, they they died they toned down the Shuriken characters a little bit, so they weren't as fucking irritating. Storm 3 Datara drove me fucking mad. If you haven't played Ninja Storm, the ultimate Ninja Storm games, they're fun games. Yeah. They're fun. Don't I'm let anyone say all you gotta do is press one button. There is some strategy into it, especially yeah. when you get to Storm 3 and the substitution bar is, like, actually set. Yeah. There is some strategy based into it. I'm not going to say it's 100% competitive because the online is due to better. I, I will <laughs> say, also, I uh, I started playing them again. And I started playing original Ninja Storm. And I was like, I'm just going to, I just want to play Storm 2 now. <laughs> like, the first one, it's like, you always need the building block to mm. build up. And I gotta say, the first Storm one. one set the foundation. I think Storm Two has like probably the best quick time events. Oh yeah, out of all of them. That's why Storm Three had some really good quick time events too, but Storm Four has the best ones. Uh, I think Storm Three had like the best story mode portrayal. Oh really? Mm -hmm. I liked the 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 options thing where you can choose, you can mm. change the trajectory of the and story. Then, um, Storm Four has the best overall polished combat system. Cool. I'm excited to get to that. Uh, Storm 4 story mode sucks. I hate it. I've played through it twice because I bought it on Switch too. I had it on Xbox One and then I bought it on Switch when they released a new edition with uh, Momoshiki and Kinshiki. Mm -hmm. And um, I played through the story mode again. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I fucking hate this story mode. Is it pretty much just fighting like Madara, fighting Obito, no, fighting Madara? No, no, it's long enough. But like, you know how in Storm they have like the, the actual like in-game in-engine cutscenes? Mm-hmm. They don't have, like, that 100% in the story mode of Storm 4. Some of it is, like, anime clips where they kind of, like, to show a different, like, animation of it, but it's not fully animated. And then sometimes it's in-game cutscenes. And I was like, this just feels lazy. You did this all in-game engine until this fucking point. Why didn't you just do it through all four games? Especially considering you said this is the last Storm game. And ever since then, that has been the last Storm game to come out. So I expected more. There are some cool quick time events that I enjoy. Like I like the the when they do like the flashback of like Obito and Kakashi as kids. Mm. 
and they do the fight with the stone ninja dude and obito first gets his Kaka uh his sharingan his kakashi <laughs> when he first gets his sharingan and kakashi gets his eye blinded there's a quick time event where you and obito like tag team on him so fucking cool i loved it okay uh they have one they have a fight where like the the first three hokage are testing sasuke's like will so they like fight him and then you have like a Soigetsu and Jugo as like supports okay. and you're fighting the three Hokage and it's like there's a quick time event at the end that was really cool uh, the Kaguya quick time events really fucking cool and then um, the Naruto versus Sasuke fights really good in the game too but there's just a bunch of other stuff and I'm just like eh this is whatever whatever I guess and I was really disappointed that probably one of the best hand-to-hand -hand combat fights in Shippuden, Kakashi and Obito fighting in, like, the fucking, uh, the fucking Kamui dimension. Yeah. Not a quick-time event. No quick-time really? event at the end of that fight. It's just a fight. No quick-time event at the end of that fight. Do you know how fucking great of a quick-time event? I was actually expecting it. It's one of when the more Star animated Wars fights. Because I was like... I was like, man, that fight was so cool. Yeah. It's going to look so cool as, as a fucking quick time event in the game. And they didn't do it. And I was like, huh? it, it's up there in like the top. Like, I feel it's like, I feel like most animated, cool like fucking fight fights, like a lot of fists getting thrown, a lot of slashes, a lot and of it, hacks. Not only is it a cool looking fight, it meant a lot. There was so much weight in that fight yeah. between like those two characters. And Kakashi's my favorite character. So I just, I want to see Kakashi get a cool little moment. Like, and I was like, this is stupid. Like, I hate y'all. Like that <laughs> moment, too, when, like, they stab each other and Kakashi's just like, I wasn't trying to, like, just, like, live. I'm just trying to stop you. <laughs> like, okay, Obito's just like, <laughs> he's like, you, you see, I ain't even got no heart, nigga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Niggas think I'm fighting to save the world. But really, I just like to fight. <laughs> 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 and I like Rin. So fuck you. Uh, yeah, like, Storm, Storm 4, like, it has a good battle system. Like, that's the only Storm game where you can switch, uh, between playing as, like, your main character and your supports. Oh, okay, that's mm -hmm. cool. The other games, you can't do that. Which means Storm 4 is the first game with no fucking support-only characters. Fuck support-only characters. Yeah. Just make them playable. Just make them playable. I'm tired of support-only characters. That is a thing of the past. If they're not going to be playable, don't put them in the roster. Unless it's like a support directly related to the character. You know how like um, like in Fighters, how Android 18 has Android 17 as like backup in her moveset? Shit like that is fine. Or like yeah. how Videl has a great salmon. Like I'm fine with shit like that. That's cool. Ginyu has the Ginyu Force. That shit's cool. Yeah. Like that's cool for their gimmicks and their battle style and their playing. I'm talking about when you select, like, a team, and they're like, this is only a support. You cannot play as this per That's fucking annoying! <laughs> like, in Storm 3, the Sound 4 were support-only characters. Yeah? I don't even... Were the Sound 4 a playable in Storm 1? Um, I... Because they weren't a playable in Storm 2 or 3. I don't remember, which is why I'm playing the And game. then in Storm 4, they were playable as DLC. You had to pay to play as characters from part one of Naruto. Ay, ay, ay. Storm is messy. It is a messy. If series. you're a Naruto fan, I highly recommend getting the Storm games just for the, the pure like. They're they're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
They're very gorgeous to look at. I, I really enjoyed running around um, the adventure oh, uh, map yeah. in Storm 2, especially. Say goodbye to that after Storm 3. The story what mode is like a map, and you kind of just play through the story. I like the way it's set up where it's like chapters, because you have like chapter previews, so you're not... It, it felt cool like that. Hmm. But it's not like an adventure mode. They have a separate adventure mode with events that are supposed to take place after the war. It's so fucking boring. It's boring. You don't really do much. Nothing's really exciting. You get some cute cutscenes, so you get more character details and stuff. Like you learn, like you get a little side quest where you find out how Shino eventually wanted to end up being a teacher. Oh. Like that's cute. Like I like shit like, but it's boring. You don't earn anything from it. You know what I mean? There's no yeah. reward in it. So don't even do adventure mode. Don't even fucking touch it. Um, they have the Road to Boruto storyline, if you have it on the Switch, yeah. or if you bought the DLC. Um, the Road to Boruto storyline, it's the it's the movie-based one. It's not from the Boruto anime, because I think this was like... It was before Boruto. It was before, and if Boruto was already out, I don't think they had gotten to that point where the movie takes place yet. Um... Also, uh, Dragon Ball Super should have taken notes. That's how you adapt a movie into your series. Uh, Battle of Gods is an okay arc in Super. Uh, Revival of F is an awful fucking Super arc. It's probably the worst Dragon Ball Super arc. It's, it's just bad. Just watch the movie. And the movie's not even, like, amazing, but the movie's pretty good, and at least it's very well animated all the way throughout, so at least you'll get a spectacle. Don't, don't watch that arc. <laughs> that arc is some ass cheese. It's like, ugh, what a waste of time. <laughs> um, yeah, like, Storm Force is cool if you're a Naruto fan, but it is very disappointing because they hyped it up. They were like, the final storm. They were, I remember the fucking advertisement. They were like, a perfect storm is coming. I'm like, so that was a fucking lie. This is not a perfect storm. Uh, if I had to say, like, overall, like, an experience, what's the best storm game? Probably like two or maybe three. I would say three. Two is also a valid one. Personally, I think three overall is the best experience, but two is also valid. Hmm. Two is also a very, I wouldn't be like, oh, two. Like, no, two is yeah. very valid. Um, Storm 4, disappoint. It has the best battle system. So if you're just looking to get in there and fuck around with like over 100 Naruto characters, I'm sorry, like 80 something Naruto characters. Some of them are just like, there's like fucking nine Naruto's and eight Sasuke's. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's the game for you. <laughs> but we went off on a long time. <laughs> At least we were talking about Naruto. <laughs> At least we were talking about Naruto. Oh, my God. We talked about Naruto. Hey, so. But what I was getting at is in Storm. <laughs> no, no, let me let me say it because I fucking hate Dara. So let me say it. Oh I didn't forget God. about this bitch ass nigga. Bring that ass back here, boy. Um. The man who keep coming back. <laughs> I think it started in Storm 2. I don't think this was a thing. It might have been a thing in Storm 1 too. I don't remember. I haven't played Storm 1 since Storm 1 was first out. But um, there's a thing in Storm called Shuriken characters. This is not an official title. This is what players of the Storm games call them. Shuriken characters are specific because normally in the Storm games, you press like one button and that's how you do your combos. And depending on how you tilt your left stick, You'll do a different like combo finisher or combo set. You can do different stuff like that. And then you have a separate button to throw a shuriken. Shuriken characters 
don't have normal combos. Shuriken characters' combos come from rapidly pressing the Shuriken button instead of the combo button. So they do attack combos from a distance. So Shuriken characters would be like, bitch ass Datara, Tamari, Ten Ten with her useless ass, uh, the second Mizukage, shit like that. Those were the Shuriken characters. Let me tell you, these were the fucking bane of everyone's existence in Storm 3. I fucking hated them. They fucking suck. They all fucking suck. I fucking hate them. And they don't suck in a bad way, they suck in a broken way, right? Because these attacks would come out from a distance, and they would come out so fucking... Oh, Shino was also a Shuriken character. They come out so fucking fast. Like, fast as fuck. Like, you would, you, you would have to be on your toes to dodge. So what the computer would do as you're playing through story mode, if it was a Shuriken character, it would always chakra dash backwards from you. So you always were chasing them down and they were always running away. They get their distance, Shuriken spam. You have to try to dodge. But if you're already dashing towards them or doing something else, you're getting hit. Now you're stuck in a long distance fucking combo chain. And now they just repeat that cycle. Repeat the, and you have to try to like bait them into fucking wasting their chakra or their supports. So you can close in on them and do your combos, but then you have to manage your own supports and chakra. They're fucking irritating. I fucking hated them. I hated them so much. Storm 4, they are slightly nerfed to where their combos aren't nearly as fast. So you can get in easier. Like, I guess they're still, I don't know if they're still viable. I don't fuck with Shuriken characters, but um, you, you had an easier time with them in Storm 4. And Datara was the worst offender. I fucking hated this little bomb throwing bitch ass nigga. Fucking, I fucking hate Datara. To my core. So I've never liked Datara. Never in the history of Naruto have I enjoyed that fucking character. I love how you were like, maybe I'll do some rants on this road to 100. <laughs> and there pop, you go! Pop right off with the fuck Datara ramp. Fuck Datara, bro. Hey, but like in, in the show too, like, like I... I love the way he's written because every time he's on screen, I'm like, dude, fuck you. Like, no, I yeah. understand you're not supposed to like him. Yeah. Clearly. Like, like he's well written most because of, the, of that. Most of the Akatsuki, when they're on screen, I'm just like sitting there just watching like, wow, oh my God. Like they're how tragic or how evil or. The Akatsuki are well written because the way they're written as intended you feel as execute, except for Conan. Conan didn't get enough time to shine. Yeah. I felt bad, like Conan to an extent, but I felt bad for Conan, because she, she, the way she went out was really like heartbreaking. Yeah, because she was like, I'm done with that shit. And Again, Kishimoto can't really write female characters well, which I don't understand. They're still a person, Kishimoto. Just write them. Like, it, he tends to write, like, when it's a three-man squad and one of them's a girl, it tends to- squad. Yeah, it tends to be like, yeah, these are the two guys, and they have a they have reasons for what they're doing, and this is the girl. It's like the girl is always the weakest. Either yeah. like there's one person in the squad that outshines the other two, or there's like the two really strong dudes, and then the girl. Yeah, I guess the one exception you could say is is like Hinata and yeah. her squad, but that's because Hinata has a little extra quirk of like having a crush on the main character yeah. of Naruto. And she also Hinata really didn't, like she she did some stuff. Yeah. But she didn't really do a lot to make her seem like that's a strong character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 1010 is fucking worthless. 
Tamari started off really well, but then she kind of fizzled in Shippuden. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like she's not worthless. It's just more like we don't see her in action. Eno had a very bland like presentation. Eno's character is kind it's, of quirky. She's one of but like execution wise in the series. She's one of the be better uh, written female characters. I agree with that, but it's very bland how her plot goes. Yeah, that's loud. Um, People got shot or something. Yeah. Uh, the Mizukage, what's her name? May. Yeah. Fucking worthless. She did like one thing. Yeah, she spits. She's a spitter. <laughs> and she wanted a husband. Now she's fat. Now niggas are mad that she's fat in Boruto. Y'all didn't fucking give a fuck about May before that. Yeah. Even when she did look like a baddie. Y'all didn't give a fuck. May was boring. Uh, why did they make the two baddest bitches in... Oh, Chubby? Yeah. I, they probably did it on purpose. Her, her and Unko. And if they did it on purpose, I appreciate that they did it yeah. on purpose. <laughs> fuck you, niggas. Stop sexualizing these characters. You sexualized them first! You did. Alright, bet. <laughs> <laughs> There's some niggas out there just like, I like them plump like that. I think also Boruto's art style just isn't like fitting as well. The anime is okay. The manga art style for Boruto, especially a lot earlier in, because it wasn't Kishimoto doing, the, it's not Kishimoto doing the art. Oh, uh, okay. It's very fucking weird. Mm. It's gotten better. Like, I feel like he draw, because I, I think the dude that's drawing, he used to do a lot of like background work for Kishimoto in the manga, not like character art. Oh, okay. So you can tell the difference. And they look weird. Also, um, Sarada's like design in fucking, in Boruto's manga. Can we just change it to the anime one, please? It's a bit too like, I don't want to say it's over-sexualized, but it's a bit too much. And really? she's like 12 or 13. Are they sexualizing a 12-year-old girl? Like, it's weird, bro. She has like heels. I'm just like, I have no issue with like female characters like that are strong in like a fictional series. Like, oh, she wears heels. Clearly that's unreal. Who the fuck cares? But this is a 12-year-old. Like, yeah. I don't want to see that. <laughs> like, I don't want to see that. Make it the anime one. The anime design is fine. Anime Saturday looks good as a character. If you if you look like if you look it up like manga Saturday, it's just like ugh. like look it up look it up being your phone. All right, all right. You're gonna be you're gonna be like ugh. Why they do that? It's like not too drastically different, but it's different enough to be like why, you know? <laughs> it's one of those things. Um. Oh, what the fuck? Right? What the? Fuck? It's weird, isn't well, it? She's got a BS. She got Sakura's forehead. That's for sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I don't like that her shirt's open and she's got fucking Fred, right? Fred from a uh, short miniskirt. Like she looks it's like weird. No. Like who drew, who thought of that and was like, this is it. The guy <laughs> who made Roni Kenshin. Fuck. You're probably right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's weird. Uh, I do, I do like, um, for the most part, everyone else. I like Sarada's, Sarada's anime design. I like Chocho. I like Choji's kid. She's adorable. Yeah. I love her. But um, one thing I always like to talk about Naruto. Every time we talk about Naruto, I want to talk about this. First of all, fuck Datara. I'm going to say it again. Uh, anytime I can get a chance to. You there's, know there's some things I'm always going to do when I get a chance. One is fuck Datara. The other is slander jump force. So, <laughs> so um, you know when you work and that the other shift, you just hate that other shift. That's Datara. 
Yeah, that's that vibe. Um, who's your favorite Akatsuki member? Huh. I don't know. I feel like I've been asked this question before. Let me think. Who are the Akatsuki? So you got like what? Itachi. Uh, Conan. <laughs> Itachi. Have you seen that meme? <laughs> oh, no. It's like a meme where it's like uh, the fucking sound clip of Pain like naming the Akatsuki for the first time. And it's just like fucking different memes. So it's like Conan. And it's just a bunch of fucking paper. Itachi. And it's a dude in a fucking plague mask just walking. <laughs> Kisame. And it's a dude in a shark costume dancing. Deidara. And it's a dude with a fucking like... Like doing a puppet with a little sexy hump. <laughs> They're all just... It like it was so accurate that you're just like... <laughs> but um... Okay, so there's like Conan. There's, there's Pain, Conan, Itachi, Sasori, Kisame, Kisame uh, Zetsu, Toby. You know, no, yeah, no, I think I have answered this before. It's Toby. It's like the goofy Toby bomb. Yeah. One, that one is my favorite. Like, mm. that specific one like, is uh, my favorite. Because Toby, like, the goofy Toby is technically a white Zetsu. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Like, like <laughs> technically that, that, that's the one for me. Like, I love it's such a stupid character, yeah. and that's why I adore him. Hey! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, I like that. That's that's probably my favorite one. For me, um, bias version, because I love sharks. I've always, ever since he first popped up in Naruto, I've been like, Kasame, you a badass. But I think as character, I'm a little bit tied between uh, Kakazu and Sasori. Okay. I feel like Kakazu is really cool. As a character, old gloop gloop ass with his, his heart. His meme was like, it was like a meme of the black kid counting a bunch of money. <laughs> I, I like, I like how he's just like, yeah, I'm just in it for the bounties and the hots. The yeah. hots, Sora. Kakazu was about his business, bro. Mm. You gotta respect it. But I, I fucking loved Sasori because he comes off as this fucking like, fuck you. I fucking hate Orochimaru. I fucking hate everything. I just want to fucking kill. Blah, blah blah but then when you get to his heart he's just like i'm just a scared little boy well, yeah <laughs> like, yeah cesario is a probably one of the better written uh akatsuki members yeah especially okay. his his reanimation too he was the first one to oh give you the revelation that it's like oh you could will yourself out of this yeah his soul moved on he was at peace i was like that's cool mm -hmm. that was cool that could happen um if we're going by like like what you said with like just character look like like what kisame like oh kisame is cool like, yeah, Toby for me, because I just love that kind of kid. If we're going by character, then this might sound like a cop-out, but I'm going with Nagato. Oh. I fucking love Nagato. He, it's such a good plot. Nagato like, like, is... like the founder, the true leader of the Akatsuki. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love Nagato. Nagato is great. It's so I sad. felt so fucking bad for him, but he's so great. Like, yeah. him and, and then, like, the, like, the smallest bit of a relationship him and Naruto have is so strong it's so good i thought about it the other day and i realized a lot of nagato's like his ambition and his pushing was from the fact that he was like i have the rinnegan the rinnegan comes to those who are chosen in a mm -hmm. time of dire need when the world needs to change and i want to change it and it's like yeah that was a lie like his whole life was a fucking lie and yeah. i it's so tragic it thanks toby heart. So my yeah, I guess my favorite Akatsuki members are technically the founders of the Akatsuki. Mm. <laughs> the found one the technically the founder was I forget his name the orange haired dude. 
Oh, uh, Yahiko. Yeah, yeah, Yahiko. But if we're talking about like oh, yeah. when they started making the, moves, the bad, moves, the bad, the bad Akatsuki, yeah. When they were like, <laughs> not the OG Akatsuki when they were better days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, which is why it's so poetic when Jiraiya dies too. Yeah, because he has to look in the face of like a pretty much possessed Yahiko. <laughs> so fucking weird, dude. Tragic. Tragic as fuck, but like Jiraiya fucking handled. He was like, "Hey, you, get the fuck off my shoulder and go warn everyone." But you're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> the oh, yeah. He burned it into it's a message. The niggas, six niggas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the real one's not there. What do you mean? The real one's not there. Fucking uh, pseudo sage mode, Jiraiya. Oh, that was that was probably one of the. Like, if we're talking, like, iconic Naruto moments, that's definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, people are like, well, Jiraiya's stuff's not that sad because you you knew he was going in to die. He went... I'm like, okay, the death itself isn't that sad because, yeah, you kind of expected it. Like, when he was leaving and he was talking with Tsunade and he got there and he was by himself in the Rain Village and, and all they- it's they, like, yeah, this nigga not coming out. When, when him and Zunade pretty much in their own way told each other that they loved each other. You're like, oh, that nigga not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I was like, there's no way this nigga... Like, yeah, clearly. It's not like the death people, the death itself. Like, it's still sad because people like Jiraiya. Mm-hmm. And Jiraiya was it's a good the guy. Impact. It's Yeah, it's the impact Jiraiya's death had on everyone else. Like, Tsunade, uh, people in the village in general. Naruto, especially. Yeah. And like I remember Kevin, when Kevin said he was watching Naruto, he said when Jiraiya died, it didn't really hit him that hard because, like I said, it was expected. Mm-hmm. But Naruto's reaction to it, did. yeah, which is what it is, which is what it's supposed to be, yeah, because that hit him so hard. That was like one of his like fatherly figures. Yeah, and I loved how the reali- Naruto's realization that he was named after the character in the book. Mm-hmm. He was like. Oh, this character shares the same name as me. He he wrote the, the book about me. He's like, no, man. You're about the book. <laughs> like, yeah. Which, that, that was one of my favorite um, uh, Minato moments was when he asked Jiraiya's permission to name his son after his mm-hmm. character. And he's like, why? And he's like, I think this kid's going to change the world. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was a hard moment, bro. Yeah, it, it, it hurt. I didn't cry there, but it did choke me up. Yeah, like um, like if we're if we're going through like, like Zabuza's last stand, the whole fucking fight on the bridge, the great Naruto bridge fight, I think is an good because it's one of those first like true major Naruto moments. Like yeah. that section, that I'm not talking like the entire arc, but that fight on the bridge. Yeah, is the first time you realize that this just... that this series isn't about good versus evil. Yeah, it was a lot more complicated. Yeah. And, it, like, the impact Haku and Zabuza left on Naruto throughout the rest of the series. Yeah. Like, he uh, carried that with Not him. just the impact on uh, Naruto, but, like, the whole world. Oh, yeah. The whole ninja world in general. Mm-hmm. Like, Shikamaru's story is directly affected because of Zabuza. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, Zabuza, like I've, I've said it before, Zabuza's probably, like, one of my favorite villains in Naruto. Even though, like, he's, you know, the first one and he dies off. Like, it's just, like... The impact he left, and I understand why he had to be like, you know, it had to be the way it was. But I've always Zabuza was a great character. Yeah, like he was, he was super good. I really like Zabuza, it's and like, he just had a big ass sword. It was dope. It, Zabuza was interesting because <laughs> he wasn't tragic. It was like he was just 
uh, how, how, how would I put it? He is just, like, the, the creation of what the ninja world was. Yes, he is a product of that. Yeah. And which is why he related to Haku so much, because Haku was the same. And Haku was just seen as this tool and this weapon because of his, uh, Keki Genkai. Yeah, can we talk about, can we talk about, um, Genkism real quick? <laughs> Genkism? How, <laughs> how these Keke Genkais are looked at? Like, you fucking Genkais. I wish, I wish we got more from those. Yeah. Like, I feel like Haku introduced that concept, and then, like, they were there, but they weren't really heavily stressed upon. Yeah, like, I feel like, like, like when we got to the war, they were just, like, throwing a bunch of Keke Genkais, and what's the one? I forget what it's called when they have, like, three natures mixed together. Oh, yeah. It's like a something Genkai. Yeah. Like, like with the particle style, it's, like, three different things mixed together. Yeah. Like, I feel like they were just slinging them out. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, no, that was heavy. Like, Dude. yeah, they're seen as valuable, like, tools. They're not yeah. seen as people. Uh, I gotta say, Toby Ramo is the biggest Genkist out there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> Look, man. I, I'm, I'm gonna say it. Toby Rama actually wasn't that racist. Because <laughs> people are gonna take that the wrong way. Look, 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 look. It's the same argument as when people say Goku is a bad dad. You're just taking like these outliers and then like the memes, and they're just like, "Yep, that's true." It's all fun and games to make the, like, Toby Ramos racist joke. Like, those are hilarious. I still laugh at them. But if you actually look at source material... Yeah, I know, I know. Toby Rama wasn't racist against the Uchiha. It's okay. No, that, that, was, that was systematically an issue, too. But Toby Rama even states he doesn't hate them. Like, there's a lot of, like, factors yeah. I know in Toby Rama's them. ideology. It is just a funny meme. On the, yeah, it's just a funny meme, but the community has taken it, or a lot of people in the community have taken it to the point, like, no, Toby Rama's racist. No, he wasn't. Just like the whole Goku is a... I think I, I, I already did a pod... I did, like, a Father's Day podcast. So I'm like, Goku's not a bad father. Because he's fucking not. And maybe I'll do it again. Maybe I'll refresh it. Maybe we'll do it on the road to 100. Because Goku's not a bad dad. If you look at the context of Dragon Ball as a story and how Goku impacted his Gohan, his child, and even Goten, and the other cast, like his wife and all that, Goku is not a bad father. He's not even looked upon as a bad husband or father in the series. He's an idiot and he has bad qualities as a father and a husband. But he's not downright like this awful father or a husband. And like the Piccolo is Gohan's real dad jokes are funny. But um, also, side note, if you look in the context of like Goku and Piccolo and Gohan, uh, Gohan spent a lot more time around Pi uh, Goku than Piccolo. I guess maybe like in the seven year time skip between the end of the Cell games and like the Buu saga, maybe you can say it's different then because Goku was dead, but we don't know for sure. But if you look at the context of the story before that, Gohan like hung out with Piccolo for less than a fucking year. Yeah. And that was more so Piccolo turning over to the side of the, to the good guys mm -hmm. due to being around Gohan for like, yeah. maybe like eight months because he left Gohan in the fucking woods to fend yeah. for himself for six months. People act like Piccolo Where was Goku there the whole time. was with his son for the first four years of his life, came back, Saved his son from being killed by Nappa. They together struggled and managed to fend off Vegeta. Went to Namek, saved his son again, 
ended up having to heal, saved his son again, <laughs> came back, and then they had to train for the androids, trained with his son for three years. Piccolo was there too. Trained with his son for three years. They went to the time chamber of the train. That's another year's worth of time where Goku and Gohan are just one-on-one -on -one father-son bonding for a year. Yeah. And you're telling me Goku didn't bond with his child? I'm going to say this. <laughs> like... I'm going to say this. Goku bonded with his child. If you're going to call Goku a bad dad, you're going to call Minato a bad dad. Yeah, because Minato was dead. Minato was dead, but Minato also, didn't even raise his he, kid. He, it's like uh, some people are, do say, like, he put the demon in Naruto. I'm like, yeah, because he saw something in this child. He believed in Naruto. So, yeah. So, if you want to argue that with Goku in the Cell games and, like, oh, he put Gohan because he believed in his son. Minato believed in his son. <laughs> like, oh, man. That's a Like, I'll get. I can get into more detail with that Goku father you know, shit. Piccolo's more of an uncle. Pickle, Piccolo's yeah. like your uncle. Yeah. Like you, that him cool and his dad uncle. used to have bad blood, but they cool now. Yeah, they cool. That's your uncle. He's like the cool uncle that like he is on, Chris, on Christmas when you're 13. He's like, here's a beer. Because because like, one of my favorite details in like Super is like, uh, Go Gohan and Videl are off. I think they're like shopping or they're busy doing something. And Piccolo's watching Pan. He's just taking care of Pan. I'm like, that's Uncle Piccolo! Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love... I love it. Yeah. I wish Piccolo did more stuff in Super, but I love Uncle Piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Um, speaking of, like, Minato, I'm a, one of, uh, I have three moments in Naruto where I cry. I'll talk about one of Ryan's them right now. cry moments in Naruto. Part one. <laughs> um, it wasn't when Minato and Kushina died and Kush Kushina gave... The speech of like what mm. she wanted from Naruto. Really good cutscene in Storm Storm Three, uh, by the way. It, that that chapter in Storm Three. Yeah. You just sit there and watch an hour long. That's like scene. that's like the opening thing, right? No, it's just, it's like chapter four. Okay. And it's just an hour fucking cutscene. You just okay. sit there and watch that event unfold. Oh wow. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so I uh really, uh, I I I felt the emotions there. I was like, this is so sad, but she wants the best for her kid. And, She's telling him to do this, do that, do that. But when, at the end of Naruto, when uh, Minato's finally going away, and he like is like, oh, I almost forgot. Happy birthday, son. And Naruto's like, wait, I need you to tell mom something. And he like says oh, everything that she said. But he's mm -hmm. like, I, but and like, I eat, and I, yeah. I try to brush my teeth. I don't bathe all the time. I know you. She, Which is disgusting, Naruto. Take a bath. Wash I know ass. she wanted me to find. Uh, a girl just like her, but Hell um, no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, like I love the way you said it. Mm -hmm. That scene, fucking, they rolled. I was like, this kid. <laughs> Happy seventeenth birthday! Your gift, fight Sasuke. Yeah, it was just <laughs> it. It made me feel like this kid grew up. Like, oh yeah, you watch Naruto grow up. It, it, you watch oh, it. Oh, I'm getting a little emotional right now. Oh. Like, bitch. This, this is the way. <laughs> it, it was. It was when it. Uh, like focused on Minato's face and he was shook like like at, my nigga no arms Minato yeah he was sitting there like stubs in the air like like this is practically everything that Kushina told me oh, I'm sorry I saw a meme earlier today where somebody was like Minato with no arms did more than Sakura during the war fuck <laughs> and it's like kind of not true because Sakura played a, a crucial role in sealing Kaguya yeah. but still I was just and like 
And, like, I will say, a lot of people are like, soccer is worthless. And, like, take soccer out of the war, a lot of ninja die. Yeah. Or, like, oh, I'm sorry we don't see her healing everybody, but, like, fuck. My, side note, my thing with Sakura is, is not that Sakura doesn't do anything. It's just, like, as a main character, she doesn't do enough. Yeah. And half the time when something's happening, she, like, Sakura, you got the thousand healings. Mm -hmm. You're probably one of the most physically powerful ninja. Been saying this for years. Sakura should have done the thousand healing thing, mm -hmm. like, during the pain arc. Yeah. And then during the war, she could have gotten her own new unique yeah. upgrade, like Naruto and Sasuke. That way, when she said, I finally caught up to these two, I could believe it. My, my problem with Sakura <laughs> like, is every time something's happening, she's just like, oh, I know I'm not strong enough. Like, when, Naruto! Like, when, when Sasuke is like, I'm going to go uh, kill the, the five Kage, she's like, she like is ready to pounce and then she's like starts crying and she's like I know I'm not strong enough to stop you and I'm like fucking punch him anyway which, which I actually would have been fine with that had Sakura done more throughout the series prior to that yeah like if she just like you know got emotional around Sasuke if that was like her exclusive moments of weakness yeah that'd be I'd be like whatever but it's like we've already got oh, like pain art she's standing there falls no and we got the epic, like, a nigga showed up entrance. Yeah. It's just, I'm gonna kill Sasuke, pussy. It's like, even, <laughs> I was okay with that moment there because it's like, shit, she just watched the whole village blow up. Like, it, yeah, I like, can agree with that. It, but I, I, it's I, just, everything that follows, it's just like, shouldn't just, you have learned? I just feel like she should have, the thousand healings should have been introduced during the pain arc. I've already said this before. I think I've even said it on the podcast. She could have, like, beaten up some pain paths and still not have won. But still, like, damn, that was cool, Sakura. You did the damn thing. They could have done Like, them. you appreciate the effort. Like, they Konohamaru took out a path of pain. Yeah. Konohamaru still, like, dies. Yeah. But it's just, like, you appreciate, like, oh, you tried. You did something. Yeah. I, I like that. I like to see that. Yeah. I don't like to see you fucking whine and hope someone else shows up. Yeah. Like, it's, if she had done that, then at the end it still wasn't enough, and then she's just like, I'm still not strong enough, Naruto, and then Naruto pulled like, up. Like, maybe, that if, it, been maybe if it was like, she was, if they did the thing that's in the opening and she was fighting Conan, and then mm -hmm. Pain's about to blow up the village, and Conan's like, oh fuck, and dips, and then it happens, and that's when Sakura's like, oh fuck. Oh no! She's all dazed out of like, the hundred healings and yeah, shit. Yeah, and she's like, like, yeah, like I just wanted her to do stuff. Yeah, do more. Exactly. <laughs> she did like side character level work, which is why when people are like, "Well, you don't talk about the side characters that much," that's because they're side characters. Yeah. I don't expect as much out of the I'm side. Not, characters. I'm not going to talk about how Kiba had like five lines in the entirety of Shippuden. That's facts. Like. <laughs> fuck. It's just like, I don't expect as much from side characters because they're side, side characters. characters. Sakura's a part of the main trio. Or the main four team, if you count Kakashi. And it's just like... I could name, like, the epic Shikamaru moment in Shippuden where he fucking buried Hidan and avenged Asuma. Yeah. I can name the epic Choji moments, especially during the war oh. where you man the fuck up oh. and you... You just no, learn to love Choji. Let me say, Choji is my MVP of Shippuden, if I'm not counting the main four. 
because not only did he fucking like was pivotal in the the fight on the coast, mm -hmm. not only was he very helpful. Also, a good fight in Storm Three. Yeah, nice not, little quick time. Event. Not only was he very <laughs> helpful in protecting everyone from like I think it was like Madara's like some blast that happened. I forget what happened, mm. but he like uses butterfly wings to protect everybody or something. Not only those two, but if it wasn't for Choji, they might not have even beaten Pain because Kakashi gave him very important information and he managed to fucking outrun a path to Pain. Like, like <laughs> fucking Choji of all people. Like, Choji fucking. Yeah, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for Choji. I, I gotta give it up to the chubby niggas. You know, like, shout out to my fat boys. I was so happy with Choji's development because he was like, yeah, I'm not um, an S character. I, you could even say I'm not an A character. I'm a B character, but I play like an S character. Yeah. Like, and then, um, you know, he got a black girl. So, you know, we, we went in. Oh, we went in out here. By the way, <laughs> I, um, so I know that in Naruto the last, it shows him talking to her and they're hitting it off. Mm -hmm. I found out when they meet. Oh, when? Um, so during the, um, the, well, this is my own theory. Uh, during the um, the uh, Naruto and Hinata's wedding arc, there's a part where, you know, Lee and Ten-Ten are showing uh, Gata and uh, Kankuro around the village, mm -hmm. right? And that whole funny bit with B where he's, like, hyping up the Raikage, and he's like, the Raikage is going to dance! And they're like, Gara, you got to dance! Like, shit was hilarious. <laughs> um, they're just like, oh, um, aren't you the Raikage's bodyguard? He's like, yeah, but he's uh, getting shown around by other ninja. And it cuts, and it's like the Raikage, um, homeboy with the electric sword, sitting at dinner with Ino and Choji, and I'm like, that's where he met her. Okay. That's where he had to meet her. He had to, you know, and you know, he flexed a little partial expansion yeah. jutsu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slung a little shmeet, you know what I mean? No, but I was just, it was like a one second shot of them eating dinner, like, and I was like, I bet she was there. I bet he was like, howdy. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's like, doing? damn, I like a little chocolate, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm a chubby nigga, and I'm a little hungry. <laughs> I just wish we got a thing where oh, that he, yeah. he, like, he said, like, oh, you're beautiful. And she's I, like, yeah, what do I you mean? I'm flat-chested. I, like, I wanted to see their relationship pop up. Like, but I I, I was, I remember re when uh, the last chapter of Naruto came out, like the last chapters and stuff, like the fight, and then the final thing of the epilogue. And I'm like, oh my god, they're together. I was like, oh, I love that. I love that for them. <laughs> like, Choji got a black girl. The two people, a guy who's positive about his body, no matter how it looks, and a girl who's very insecure about her body, worked out. And I loved it. Because, uh, man, and I bet he got calls her beautiful. <laughs> a lot of people say she's one of the best parts about Boruto. I, I really love Chocho. I love her. Like, um, she's so I was, I, I, she's so stupid and sweet. What's crazy is I looked at the main character list, and she's like higher up than Orochimaru's clone kid. Yeah, and Mitsuki. I feel like they're like they're not using enough of Mitsuki. Yeah, which sucks because he has like a sage mode. Already, really? yeah, he has like sage stuff. I'm just like use more of Mitsuki. He's had his moments. He's so had like arc stuff, but he, he they're not using him. Enough. Who who's he a clone of? I don't know. Is he a clone of uh I don't know Kimimono that Ki that much Kibidubu. about Boruto? Bone guy. It could be a combination of a lot of like subjects uh, Orochimaru. Uh, I don't know what Orochimaru do in that lab. Oh, uh, you oh. know what? I gotta say my favorite part about the Naruto Hinata, uh, Hinata wedding arc is the fucking Orochimaru comic relief. 
Yeah. And that got me, like, every time I was like, all right, this is getting a little dull. Ah, ah bug! I hate bugs! <laughs> I'm like, ha, 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 ha. He's just here at the village, and Yamato's just watching. just like, <laughs> like, I just love how it was like, he'd be like, like, walking around the village, and Yamato was just like, behind him, like, yeah, like, staring him down. And it's like, Naruto's not perfect, but I do appreciate the little things. Yeah. Like, you know, like, with the with the Kohana 11 and all of them, and just, like, seeing them grow up, like, Shino became a teacher. And like yeah. I said, in the adventure mode, you get a little more backstory on how that ended up happening, which is cute. You know, you get little quirks and details like that. Yeah. And I enjoy that. And I enjoy those kids, and I'm glad they're happy. Yeah. R.I.P. my nigga Neji, but, yeah. you know, rest. I, I do get <laughs> it. I, I might have said it last episode. I do get Neji's death. The more yeah. I think about it, I'm the, like, he, no, yeah, he's in the context, one who had to die. Yeah, I just don't like the execution. Yeah, I feel like he could have went out in a better way. Yeah, like, like, like I don't maybe know. He reflect like we've talked about it, where he like reflects the wooden thing, but then all of a sudden there's a second one like in the shadow because like a lot of and especially original Naruto, a lot of the tricks of the shurikens and um, all that are uh, like. Oh, yeah, there's a second one underneath <laughs> like the Like, fake shadow. outs and stuff? Like, yeah. yeah, if he just got out ninja'd or something. Yeah. Or even if they... Like, they always said... They've always said, like, the rotation has, like, a blind spot. Yeah. Like, that's always been a thing. Yeah. Like, that's... Like, that... Which is why uh, Sakura was able to hit Kaguya, even though Kaguya had the Byakugan. Like, yeah. Sakura was able to get in her blind spot and fucking smack that bitch on the back of the head. I will say, that was, like, the best punch in this show. And people are, like, some people say that's bullshit, but I'm just like, no, it's always been a well-established detail that, like, there's a blind spot for that. Like, yeah. it's not something that was just bullshitted out of nowhere. That's always been a detail. Like, it was brought up in the fight that Neji had against that Sound 4 dude, the spider dude. Yeah. There's always a blind spot. There's always been a blind spot. Just one. Tiny little blind spot. Yeah. Like, if they had taken advantage of that concept, even in, to that point for Neji's death, like, like knowing about the blind spot, like, maybe Madara's just like, there's a blind spot in that rotation, I know about it, or something. Yeah. Like, I could believe Madara would know that, because he's fucking Madara. Yeah. Like, I would even believe if Obito knew that. Obito's smart. Wasn't it Obito who launched the spike? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I would believe yeah. Obito knew that. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, ah. I feel like that could have been executed better. Yeah. But I do, like, over the years, I have learned to just be like, yeah, it makes it makes sense that it had to be him. It, it, in the moment, I, I feel it where it's like, maybe it was just so in the moment, like, something quickly coming at Naruto and Hinata jumps in front of it and Neji's like, nah, and just jumps. Like, maybe he didn't have time to think about his rotation. I, I understand that. I just feel like within Neji's character. Yeah. He's, he's always been like that tactical that tactical like intelligent use your head quick thinking yeah. ninja like he was already a jonin yeah like they were all like chunin he was already a jonin level ninja yeah so it was just kind of like he was pretty much in a way the kakashi of the konoha 11 mm -hmm. like he was high up there which i guess is another reason why it had to be him because he was so high up there yeah but yeah like you know like i was even gonna say even neji had like his death moment 1010 10 didn't get utilized enough. She got her pots, her fucking oh. fans and shit. So I had a realization about 1010. 10. I think that in a weird way, we are somewhat watching the story from 1010's 10 perspective <laughs> as an ordinary person ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting there. We're Poor like, we can't, 10, 10. we can't do anything about this. We're just watching. 
Who else is that? Poor little Tenten. She and like and Tenzin on paper is such an interesting character yeah. idea, like just using the ninja tools and stuff. Yeah, she just summons and tools. Kishimoto is just like, eh, fuck Tenzin. <laughs> eh, fuck Conqueror. The puppets are cool. We'll expand on that. Oh. We just won't expand on Conqueror <laughs> specifically. I like Conqueror. He did a lot. get Saucery's dead body. Mm hmm. That was a cool little moment in the war where yeah. he was just like, ah! <laughs> it was against Sasori, right? He's like, yeah. guess what? Guess what, Bitch. motherfucker? I got your body as a puppet. <laughs> I did what you did, but better. Like, I appreciated that, but it's just like, damn. Tamari just kind of got... Like, Tamari didn't get, like, shitted on. She just kind of fizzled out to yeah. the side. It, what, what the shame is with a lot of the women characters as the story goes on, it was just like, yeah, they're there to be this character's wife. Yeah, but it, I, I I guess like the benefit of Tamari and like Shikamaru is like that was already kind of like well set up. Yeah, like they already kind of had like this rivalry bond relationship and thing it, going. It got well flushed out in the final arc, like mm -hmm. not only in Shikamaru's story but in the Naruto and Nata wedding. Even even like early Shippuden when like they were talking like Shikamaru was like yeah Tamari comes here and like you know we're. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was sharing information between the villages. Yeah, like, the, one of the first couple episodes, she's mm -hmm. there. So, it, it was already, like, well set up that they had, like, a thing. Yeah. So, I appreciate... Like, that was more well set up than, like, the Naruto-Hinata relationship. Yeah, that wasn't set up till Pain. Yeah. When when she's like, I love you, Naruto. That's why... That was uh, probably the best established relationship yeah. with Shikamaru and Tamari. I gotta say, uh, one thing that, like, hits me a little better about um, Sakura is, like, I love you, Naruto. Is <laughs> I don't like liars. Yeah, no, that one of the best lines. Look, I'm it. gonna. I'm, I'm also counting that as an iconic line, oh, uh, yeah. iconic moment in Naruto. That that shit. I was just like, my boy said, "You yeah. for the streets." Yeah, he <laughs> said. By the way, the chicken was dry, <laughs> real dry. <laughs> but um, what makes that moment good for me is um. Literally, like, an arc or two before, Hinata professes her love to Naruto. And he's like, why do you keep doing this? Like, don't protect me. Like, get out of here. And she's like, but I love you, Naruto. So I'm going to protect you. I love you. Where, push! Yeah. <laughs> it, and, like, it, it was so powerful because she's like, no, like, I'm... Oh, but then in comparison. Yeah, Sakura was her protecting Naruto was just kind of treating him like a dumbass. And like, I love you, Naruto. I love you, Naruto. This is always what you've wanted to hear, right? Yeah. You know? Naruto's like, nah, I'm past that shit, bitch. Yeah. I think, Nar <laughs> I think Naruto- I'm making big nigga moves. In his head, he still somewhat had a crush on Sakura until oh, yeah. that moment. And then it was just like, think, nah, I'm good. I think that's when in his mind, he was like, it's Hinata. I, I wouldn't say it was at that point, because, like, in Naruto the Last, you see, like, mm. that, like, huge, heavy, like, oh, I really like it. Yeah. Like, you see it in that movie specifically, which is canon. Um, but I, I do agree that's the moment where he's just like, nah, I ain't fucking with Sakura. <laughs> Not yeah. like that. I, I will but say that's it. such a, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I always laugh when I think about, like, Naruto, like, I don't like life. I, I do get... Like the attack in the moment, I was like, "Fuck you, Sakura," 
And then it was like revealed. She was like, I knew he was going to say no, but that was to get him emotionally distant from me. So that way, if I die, he's not so hurt. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go kill Sasuke. I, I get it. But it, I'm like, bitch, the fact that you she thought did, that was going to work. And she like, did it all wrong. The fact that you thought that was going to work. Naruto don't give a fuck if you don't like him. That's your. F He's like, yeah. you're my fucking friend. Yeah. This nigga is going around the ends of the earth to bring this nigga Sasuke back. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you you doing this is gonna make him he, not he's like doing you every, He's doing everything he can for a guy whose only like purpose in his mind is to kill Naruto. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you really think you doing this is gonna make him like, nah, I'll fuck with Sakura like that no, no more. We not he, friends. He, he, it's like, <laughs> Naruto sitting there, he's like, if you weren't a woman, I'd smack the shit out of you and be like, get with the fucking program. Like, goddamn. <laughs> You're my friend, Sakura. <laughs> Damn, he just friend zoned you. You wasn't even trying to get with him for real. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Sakura broke my heart. Especially because she could have just she she could have been so much more. It was like in that scene too, in that part too, where it's like it's revealed. She's like, yeah, you know, I was just doing that because I knew Naruto, what Naruto would say and blah blah blah. And I'm like, great. So you, um, Kiba, Lee, and Sai are gonna take down Sasuke, right? Psych, psych. Why? <laughs> the she moment, the moment Kiba and Lee could have done even like a little bit in Shippuden. It's like in hindsight. If all four of them showed up, they probably would have taken down Sasuke because he was blind as a motherfucking bat. And even if they could, I, I don't think they could have taken him, but they could have put up a fight. Yeah. They could have put up. I don't think they were taking him down just because even though he was going blind, that nigga at that point was a little crazy. He was a little crazy. True. He was spearing his teammates through the chest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that man had nothing to fucking lose. Karin. Don't move. She's like, okay, Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga had nothing to lose. I don't think they would have won, but I do think they would have put up a fight. You know, <laughs> looking on it, I'm a little upset about something. Hmm. Why make Karin and Uzum Uzumaki if you're not going to have a heart-to-heart -heart moment with Naruto? I, I, can, I can agree with that, but also... I just feel like Karin is just, in general, over underutilized. Yeah. Like, I feel like... If Karin had more, I could, like, move past the fact that her and Naruto weren't really talking that much, even yeah. though they're both Uzumakis. Like, I'd be like, eh, it's whatever. You I, know what I mean? I would have liked... But it's also just, like, not only that, but she also wasn't utilized enough, especially being an Uzumaki. Yeah. She, like, healed Sasuke a good couple times, which is cool. And then she did the chain thing once. 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 And Orochimaru was just like, oh, yeah. Just like Kushina. Oh, that's cool. And then it should have done work. it more often. Yeah. Also, one thing I'll say about Storm 4 2, disappointing with some of like the, the updates. Like some people got updated like awakenings and new stuff, which is cool because it matched with the war stuff. Not everyone. Like Karin didn't get an update with the chains, which would have been cool. Um Tsunade's awakening doesn't even give her the hundred healing. Sakura what? has that, but Tsunade doesn't for some reason, which is fucking weird. Um, Jugo doesn't have his full, like, curse mark form. It's still what? the partial curse mark form. Um, uh, like, like, just shit, like, little yeah. updates. You didn't even have to add a bunch. Just little visual updates and maybe, like, a new, like, attack or two. Damn, you know what? Jugo was really cool when they had, like, the Taka and then the Haka and then the Kaka. The but, Taka Haka Kaka. But then when, like, the war, ha like, when Sasuke was fighting and he was, like, there, I was just like, hey... He had, that, he had that one moment where he gave him some of that chakra in his Susano. 
Yeah. That was cool. It was cool. But I'm just like, dude, you're like top tier ninja. Like, fuck. Like, Jugo, yeah, Jugo was an interesting character. That I, was all, I, again, I feel like the Taka in general is underutilized. Yeah. They were all kind of like experimental ninja. Like, I get, I get Sugetsu being underutilized because he was the comic relief. I get that, but also like... That hurts me even more. Yeah. Because the thing that makes comic relief characters great is when they're used to their fullest potential. Exactly. Side note, key example of a side character, a comic relief character used to their full potential, Sokka from Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Then we got Joey Wheeler. Joey Wheeler. Well, Joey Wheeler, I wouldn't even consider a side character. He's like oh, best friend not, to the main character. I mean, I'm going comic relief. Oh, okay. Yeah, Joey Wheeler, um, definitely. Okiasu. Okiasu. Oh, 100%. Jean Pierre Palmeraf. Yeah, like shit, like that, like like they're comic relief, they're jokesters, they're fun, like ha. Yeah. But when push comes to shove, them niggas pull through. Yeah. Like Okuyasu saved Josuke from that stray cat shit at the yeah. end. Beautiful moment. Joey Wheeler, one of the top three duelists in the world. Sokka led a fucking army, army. against the fire. Also Nation. killed Explody Man oh, with yeah. his boomerang. Ooh, I forget about that part sometimes. People forget Sokka caught a body. Yeah. Sokka has Was a higher... out here bending backs. Sokka all has a... day, just clapping cheeks. Sokka has a higher <laughs> kill count than Naruto. Let's put that into perspective. Facts, he does. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I gotta say, like, he, he was underused, especially because, like, when they were fighting Killer B, he's the one who kind of quote took down B with his like giant water thing I forget mm. what he did and it was I saw that and I'm like whoa this guy got some oomph in him oh I can't wait to see what happened nope 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 and then he's like hey yeah 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 my brother was one of those uh, seven samurai like swordsmen and then seven swordsmen of the mist and then it was like we got to see his reanimated body and then it was like are they gonna meet no Nope. Yeah. In fact, like most of the fight against the Seven Swordsman is off is filler. Yeah, it is. 100. percent Bummer. Bummer, right? Yeah. It's fun in Storm Three. No. Oh. Especially when uh you do like the last part where it's like Kakashi versus Zabuza and Haku. Mm. Very emotional. Yeah. Because that's it. That that part is canon. That mm. fight is canon. But then them you watching them fight the rest of them is not yeah no it's just like one thing i will say watching it canon wise it makes sense as a war where it's like we're gonna cut to this person oh they're fighting this we're gonna come back cut back to them it's like not picking up where the fight left off mm. it's like okay we defeated this many blah 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 that's where the filler was like i'm okay with the filler because they're like okay we're gonna fill in the blanks there for yeah you. especially because that's like the one time you really see this like a full seven ninja swordsman mm -hmm. like you only hear about them in passing it's just like oh he was a member oh he was a member this guy's brother was a member <laughs> but um that's like the only time you really like see them see them yeah so you kind of want more details Oh, I thought it was interesting how Shippuden, like, added on to Zabuza's blade. But it mm. was like, yeah, it reforms from the blood, iron blood, the, the blood. Blood, the iron, yeah. That was a cool, unique like, little feature. Because I guess they wanted to add on because all the other ninja swordsmen swords had unique special abilities. Yeah. So they're like, ah, we gotta give Zabuza one too. <laughs> it can 
reform itself with the blood of his dead. <laughs> it's like so. The more he's killing, the more his sword retains its form. Yeah, but it, like it makes when I first saw that, I'm just like, huh. I wonder why that wasn't utilized in the original Naruto. And I'm like, oh yeah, because he was fighting a bunch of kids, so his sword didn't break. He was fighting a bunch of kids in Kakashi. Yeah, he he his sword never chipped or broke, and he never had to like cut someone open and bleed <laughs> to have the blood on his blade to fix it. Yeah. It was. It still was cool. Yeah, I, I was like, that's actually kind of like it, a cool trick. Like, imagine your sword getting broke and you just pull out a kunai and stab a nigga and just like <laughs> drip it onto the blade. It's one of the few retcons in Naruto that I'm just like, Oop. I'm just had a repeat of last episode. <laughs> it's one of the few retcons in Naruto that I'm like, yeah, that works. Makes sense. Doesn't break anything. Yeah. Take note, super. The fusing actually only lasts one hour because you're not gods. So unnecessary. So fucking unnecessary. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Dude, um... What's another thing? Um... An I'll, I'll throw in this. Another moment when Ryan cried in Naruto. Oh, okay. Number two. Number two. I'm not doing this in order of the show. It's just, you know, those moments. Yeah. Um, Obito's death. Obito's yeah. death, death. Like, yeah, yeah. When, when he's, he when he takes the fucking ash bones. Yeah. When he like, he takes the ash bone, but he also fucking like, um, uh, what? What's the fucking ability called? I can't believe I'm forgetting. The Kamui. Kamui. When he Kamui's a little uh, Kakashi's away, and he's like, no, Kakashi, you're you're not dying yet. I need some alone time with Ren. And at first, I was like, I was starting to tear up. Yay! <laughs> I was starting to tear up because I was just like, Hobito, like, he, he was never evil. He was just corrupted. Like, oh, yeah. And But then it was when he was normal and it was Kid Rin. And she was like, oh, it's been a while. And he's like, oh, I've done. I've done some terrible things, blah, blah, blah. And I'm was, a war criminal. Yeah, and she was <laughs> like, no, you were just lost. And then it cuts to him as a kid, and he's crying. That's when they fucking mm. dropped. I was like, oh. Also, another side note, that's also another moment where, like, y'all taking the joke too seriously of, like, Obito started a whole war and revolt over some, some dead ninja coochie. No. Mm -mm, a lot that's that. not why Obito... That was the breaking point yeah. for Obito. It was Obito when Ren, when Ren, when he saw Kakashi like accidentally kill Ren, but not in the content. He didn't understand the full con. That was the breaking point for him. That's when he was like, "All right, Madara, let's do this." I understand. This world, fucking, this world yeah. is truly is poison. This is hell. Let, let's make he a world where everyone's happy. Yeah, he didn't do it exclusively for Ren. He did it because he was like, "This world is just awful." Yeah. This is just trash. I mean, look at what we've suffered through. You're Kakashi lost one of his eyes. I nearly fucking died by being crushed by a rock. Rin is dead. And yeah. My master, he wasn't even there to fucking save yeah. her. And guess what? The war that caused all this is still going on. Oh, well, yeah. Like, 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 all those factors. He still didn't want to go with Madara's plan. Rin was the last straw. Yeah. That was when he was like, I can't even save my friends. Yeah. I have to do this. This yeah. is the only way. And that's why I... I really respect Obito as a character, even when I disagree with things, like, I disagree with his actions because, yeah, he's doing bad guy shit, but, like, I understand him. Mm -hmm. it, he, and, and I think a lot of it just is lost in translation due to, like, the writing could have been stronger. Yeah. 
because also there's that line where Naruto's like, Obito was a pretty cool guy, and everyone says, that Like, I get what Naruto was saying. Yeah. The writing could have been better overall to express my, Obito's character. My argument there is Naruto is not exactly the most poetic motherfucker. No, I I, I fully agree. He's not. You got an <laughs> elementary kid, school kid's education. like. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I get what he was saying or trying to say. Like, like, like I said, it could have been written stronger. Because I understand... Yeah, Obito has done some awful shit, but I also understand why he did said awful shit. I thought y'all liked sympathetic characters. Yeah. <laughs> you know, y'all talking about Thanos and all that? Fuck Thanos! It's, like, it's, it's all, like I said, it's all about the detail of the writing. Yeah. Like, like, I get where it was coming from. It just could have been written a little stronger. And that could also just be due to the fact that maybe Kishimoto didn't have it initially all planned out. Yeah. Like that, maybe he was just like, Okay, and then I guess we'll just do this. And it worked, but it could have been written stronger. Like, yeah. like if you compare Obito, like, oh yeah, he is a sympathetic character to a sympathetic character, like let's say like Sensui from Yu Yu Hakusho. Like Sensui was like trying to open a portal to Demon World to destroy humanity. But I knew why he was trying to yeah. do it, and I understood. I don't agree with him. Yeah. But I fully understood his motivation. Yeah. His it, it, the funny thing about Sensui versus um, Obito is like Sensui was like fuck humanity I want to kill it Obito was just like this world sucks I just want everyone to be happy yeah and it's like they both had breaking points yeah like Obito was just like yeah this shit sucks and this shit sucks but he was still looking on the positive side of things and then the Rin moment happened and then he broke and yeah. that's when he was just like and yeah let's do Let's do the infinite Tsukuyomi. And Whereas Sensui had a very black and white sense of justice. Yeah. And then he saw that humans could be just as fucked up, if not more fucked up, as demons. And it broke his mind because he didn't understand, like, there could be a gray area. Exactly. And he was like, fuck it. Humanity needs to go. That's like <laughs> that's where, like, where Sensui is black and white, Obito is just like, I'm going to ride that gray. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ride that gray. I know it's fucked up to put everyone in a dream state, but mm -hmm. everybody's happy. Everybody wins. In Obito's eyes, he's doing the right thing. Where in Sensui's eyes, he's just so you, like, you, fuck this. You can compare like concepts and ideas like that. It's just like, I do per like I, I agree personally, Sensui's arc is written better than Obito's, but I understand the idea of Obito's character. Yeah. I understand like overall that was the thing. It wasn't like he was inherently bad. He just was like, this is the only way. After everything he experienced, he was like this yeah. is it this is the only way it, it, and then he, compared to naruto who still had that hope yeah like obito was able to turn around like it, naruto talked no jutsu to me. it's uh, <laughs> you know it, it's like different because it, in, in its own way because like obito was still the hero of his own story he mm -hmm. still was seeking a better future it's just mm -hmm. it wasn't actually a better future mm -hmm. uh, and it's also like a conflict of like uh ideals too because obito was like this world's fucked up there's no there's no hope this is the only way to fix it whereas naruto's like this world's fucked up but i still have hope i can make it better yeah and then like you can compare that to like sensei's ideology of like the world's not black and white but he doesn't understand if there's a gray area whereas yusuke has never been one for black and white or just being like this purely like there's pure good and pure evil yusuke just does whatever the fuck he wants so those two like fucking it's, bud heads and he's just like 
no, you can't just do this bullshit. And then it just eventually evolves into like, I don't give a fuck if the demon portal opens. I'm going to just kick Sensui's ass. How yeah. about that? Yeah. <laughs> and then all the homies are just like, yeah, we just going to beat Sensui's ass. <laughs> But it's it's cool that stories can do stuff I, like that. I, I can't wait for season five of Forty Ounce so I can sit and watch you. Oh yeah, dude, it's such a good experience. It's it's that's another. It's pretty it's much such a, a classic, man. Yu Yu Hakusho is on the same level as uh, Naruto was for me, where it's like I know the story, I know basically what happens, mm. but I don't know the fucking fine details that make it. You wearing a headband right now? I I promise you. After you watch Yu Yu Hakusho, you about to show up to my house in a fucking green school jumpsuit. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, we're both wearing headbands. Yeah. Oh, mine has the slash. I'm yeah. rogue. Yeah, he's rogue. Yeah, because black people don't fuck with that leaf ideology. <laughs> I wish I had a Cloud Village headband. I would totally rock Bro. it. The Cloud Village was just like, leave us the fuck alone. Don't bother us. We're just black people minding our own business. But if you want to fight... We can fight! Yeah. <laughs> we fast as fuck, and all our abilities are throwing hands. Well, the Cloud Village isn't blood. The Cloud Village is 95%, nigga. Yeah. I'm so. You're telling me it, Kishimoto okay. didn't draw these people to be black people? So, these are black. These so, are the most authentic, drawn so black people the, I've the, ever the seen. The funniest thing is, like. <laughs> yeah, because, like, in a lot of animes, I, I do have to say. When Toriyama! They draw, when they draw <laughs> their black characters, they got, like, the big lips. Toriyama. Old school Toriyama. He's learned better. I He's done say, better. Even Brotherhood, the couple black characters that they had, they it was yeah, just like they were borderline like that's mm, mm, a little racist. Yeah, like um, in Shaman King, the the Shaman King anime reboot, reboot. Mm -hmm. There's a character in there. There's a the black dude. He, I, I believe his name is Chocolove. In the original, he got them big old sambo stereotypical lips. In the reboot for the anime, he does not have those lips. Good. They edited those. And some people were like, oh, I shouldn't. I'm like, no, because that's fucking racist. And they they realized like, hey, yeah. that's fucking racist. We shouldn't give him the big ass Sambo lips. Yeah. So then they didn't give him the big ass Sambo lips. You know, that's racist. There's never not a time where that's, I'm sorry. There's never not a time yeah. where that's not fucking racist. That's yeah. racist. That comes from an inherently racist thing. I That's think, fucking racist. I think like the like, furthest you can go with that kind of style mm -hmm. is um, Tucker and Danny Phantom. Yeah, like he, like like it was it wasn't Sambo lips. It just kind of went with the art style. Yeah, yeah, but it was like, how come only him and the women have lips? No, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, niggas no, got no. lips. And AJ from Fairly Odd Parents. I gotta say, Nickelodeon. Make your black characters better. Butch Hartman. Yeah. That's a Butch Hartman issue. Uh, you know, which you know makes a lot more sense now that we know Butch Hartman is kind of scummy. Yeah. Not even kind of scummy. I'm He's sorry, very Tara, scummy. I'm very sorry, Tara Strong. I supported this man, and n don't worry. I'm gonna make sure no one buys his $200 sketches and <laughs> and uh. Oh, stencils. the $200 sketches where he just copies other people's artwork but just does it in a Butch Hartman style. Yeah, fuck. He drew guy. Misaka from like Attack on Titan for someone for a commission, and it was the exact same drawing another artist had done just in like his Butch Hartman style. But it was literally the same fucking like pose and everything. <sighs> And I was just like, and he sold that for like hundreds. Let's make this more positive. I gotta say, 
if someone's gonna say the cloud village is not black like i'm gonna say it's like 95 percent dark-skinned people and like five percent thick white women yeah like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh, you're not wrong uh and it's just like people are like well i mean they could, could be dark-skinned asian i'm like look at them lips they not sambo lips, but then them some black they're, people lips. They're, they're, they're there. The Raikage had cornrows. Yeah. <laughs> Be wrapped. <laughs> Fuck. You gonna tell me these people aren't black? You're fucking lying. It, You're fucking lying yeah, like, to my face. Damn, Kishimoto can't write white women, but he can write black people. <laughs> yeah, he wrote black people really well. Well, Killer B is just a stereotype. No, the rapping was just a coping mechanism. He's a he's he has a weird personality. He was outcasted because he was a Jin Cherokee, but he also just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of is a little stereotype, but at the same time, I understood the angle he was going from. Again, could have been better, but I wouldn't really say it was racist because I understand Killer B as a character yeah. as a whole. He's goofy and he's all, but it's because he doesn't care what people think about him. Can I just say, Killer B. Oh, I love this Killer whole B. Whole series, Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, top five characters. Yeah, why does Killer Hands B up. shine and he comes so heavily late into the series? He is so And he's great. so, like, he's when, when I fucking first... killed Sasuke twice in one fight. Yeah. And then was just like, hey, you want to be homies, Naruto? Kills... Bet. <laughs> Kills Kisame once, even though it's not technically Kisame, but Takes whatever. Kisame's sword. Mm -hmm. He's like, let me cop that. <laughs> Sami Hada was like, I like that chakra. Yeah. That chakra, that chakra got a little funk to it. Oh, he rapped? Dude, dude I gotta say, when Killer B got introduced, like, he was rapping, and I was like, alright. And then it, I was like, alright, this is getting stale. And then, like, not even two episodes later, I'm just like, I'm all about it. And every time he was rapping, I'm like, sticking to the beat of the Killer B. <laughs> Yo, I'm feeling it. I'm always with it. Yeah, me and Naruto, we gonna kill it. Like I'm just like, yeah, because it's yeah, like boy. his flow isn't great. No, it's not. Not by a long shot. It's <laughs> awful. Why it's so good? <laughs> but like I said, Killer B is a character where he's just like, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. The first Jin Cherokee to actually be on par with his uh, mm -hmm. Tail Beast. Like all the other Jin Cherokees were just like they they like were like they had control, but like also they didn't get a lot of character time either. Yeah. But also. He was like, I know Naruto is the one because he re recognized all the tail mm. beasts by name, but B from the get go was just like, Oh, yeah, yeah. B, B and the eight tails, yeah, they were homies, yeah. Fuck it, he was like, B, please stop rapping for the love <laughs> of God, B, for the love of God, please stop rapping. It's like, I want to even throw eight tails in the top five, but I'm just gonna throw him with B, eight, yeah, eight tails is great, He's I, such I love a good him, fucking character. <laughs> Fucking octopus bull. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I, I actually want to watch, rewatch just the arc of um, of Naruto and B training, just because I loved all of the stuff with B. And okay, I guess I'll throw this in. My third cry. Okay. My third cry of Number the series three. was Naruto talking with his mom. It wasn't necessarily sad. You know? It just... Yeah, when she was like, you know... Okay, and then they both did know? it. And, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that yeah. that hit me right in my fucking feels. When, just he like, his, when he met his dad, it was just like... Cool. It's touching, and I did feel, and I understood. But also, Minato's just epic. Yeah. Like, it was like... like <laughs> it was more like a... <gasps> rather than... Yeah. Like, Aw. Yeah. 
uh, Kushina is like when you conclude that like, oh, Naruto's met his family. Yeah. And you get like that backstory and that more endearing portion of it. Mm. Yeah, when they were doing like, do you know? <laughs> You're just like, mm. <laughs> I love it. I love to see it. Kush Kushina is also a good female character. She just died. <laughs> she's, she's very well written. I just wish she for the more... small portion yeah. she was written. Exactly. <laughs> but she she is great. The red habanero of the hidden leaf. Her story is a different kind of tragic, where it's like her. It, it's unfortunate that her sole purpose was to be a jinjiriki, and then you know the vast chakra pool. And she just sees this kid in class, this, this fucking no-name nigga, like, I'm gonna be Hokage! <laughs> She's like, whatever, no-name nigga. And then you end up marrying that nigga, and he becomes the fourth Hokage. <laughs> you like, the part where he, like, saves her and he holds her, and yeah. he's just like, oh, you know, like... You know, I'm just... No, I'm just, just doing a little something-something, you know, my name's... My name's Minato. Namikaze, you might not have heard of me. I'm, I'm a little simp. I'm a little simp for you, but... <laughs> you know, you know? You know? Also, I learned the flying Raijin. <laughs> Can you also talk about, like, I, I just love how, like, I love Minato. Yeah. Like, Minato as a whole is a good character. Yeah. I just love how, like, skillful he is as a ninja, how, like, dopey he is, and how, like, relatable he is as a character. Yeah. Also, he's awful at naming techniques, and I love that yeah. he's awful at naming techniques. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like when Naruto and Sasuke uh, did the fucking like uh, they mixed the flame release with the wind style of us and Shuriken, he's like wind and fire galloping death, <laughs> and they're like Minato, shut the fuck up, you can't name attack. Because what's great about Minato <laughs> is he's the first Hokage where you're just like, yeah, it's just this average Joe, like oh yeah, he, he didn't off. come from a, like a famous no name, like you got fucking Hashirama. Fucking Hashirama Senju, bro. And you got Toby Rama Senju. The brother. He is inside of Toby who trained directly under Toby Rama. And then also and created the three legendary Sani. Yeah. Like, and then you have Minato. Minato Namikaze. <laughs> so again, Sakura has no fucking excuse. Minato was a no-name ninja. <laughs> Became one of the goats. Uh. No fucking excuse. Zero. Also was very skilled in sealing jutsu. Had no business knowing that. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, my, my wife does this, so I'm interested in her. So I'm going to learn. death seal. No, don't do that. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, also, can we talk about like how low-key petty it was when fucking uh, Hiruzen was like, I couldn't seal Orochimaru, but I sealed that nigga's hands. Yeah. Oh, that was, <laughs> that's like the best part of like the Give first Give me my hands series. back. And he he's was like, like, nah. He was like pulling him out and he's like, and Orochimaru's like, you're not going to do it. I'm about to win. He's like, well, like if time's up anyway, fuck it. Like <laughs> the man. <laughs> Give me my hands back. Nah. Uh, the man who <laughs> craves to learn every jutsu cannot even perform one. And people are like, well, we go trans back anyway. I'm just like, I don't care. That level of petty is what I aspire to be. <laughs> that level of like, I couldn't kill you, but fuck you. Blit. <laughs> I couldn't. What What doesn't kill you will make you fucking weak as shit. Yeah. Also, sorry, Toby. Do all five chakra natures, apparently. Yeah. No. Is that canon? Or is yeah. that anime only? No, um, I forget if that was canon or anime only. Because, because also in Storm Four, he has a second ultimate, 
where he summons like four other shadow clones and they each do like a different base chakra nature mm. and they fucking just <laughs> there's okay there's one thing in naruto that like is another it's on the same part as like the um the the hokage reanimation where it's like oh it couldn't have been minato in there because he was in the re for death seal there's another thing where it's like early on yamato is like yeah and no ninja has been able to master all five and i'm just like bro kakashi's right there don well kakashi has a cheat code yeah so i can but give him the benefit like naturally master all yeah. five and technically isn't the particle uh, particle style is three is, is three sure three i thought someone said it was five it's three okay well, either it's way, one of those advanced ones. Multiple characters after that do prove to do five. Yeah, well, it's it's like a lot of them either are like it's like all five, but it's not like it's like anime only, or it's all five, but like you had like a little little hacks a little to something, do it. Something. Like Kakashi is the copy ninja, so it yeah. makes sense that he was able to do that. I think Saratobi is the only one who's just naturally was like, no, I know all five because I think normally you can only like max get like three yeah okay like uh like naruto only like you get like your main one like Na sasuke's main one is fire naruto's main one is wind yeah and, and then, then you get like your subs like sasuke's sub is uh, like lightning. lightning and then naruto never got a sub and then you could get a third one potentially like yeah i think normally kakashi's is lightning fire and yeah. water i think well, and it, then i think the earth and wind is like He's just like, nah, I copied that shit. Yeah. Well, I thought <laughs> the water was copy because he copied all that from Zabuza. Oh, okay, that could be it. Oh, it's it's lightning, earth, fire. and fire. Oh yeah, earth. Because because he, he can go underground and all that yeah. shit, and then the fang uh, release. And the dogs, the dogs yeah, yeah. are an earth style. Yeah. I think Max normally, without like a hacks or just being fucking godly gifted, Max normally you can get three. That makes sense. Yeah. I could be wrong. I'm gonna Google it because <laughs> I could be completely wrong and spreading false Wally information. Wally Google's. Um, we didn't, we're not going to do what we did last time with the anime openings, but I did still sit down and have Marilyn rate them. And I'm going to give you what, uh, same style as last time, um, of the ratings, but I'm just going to name Marilyn's, uh, top three and the weakest, according to her and outside source on anime openings. Just to get this out. Yeah. Um, so Mar Marilyn's favorite opening is, um, opening eight, which is, where's the name? Where's the name? Where's the name? No, not Shippuden movies. Yeah. I'll read, I'll read over this after you do that. Just, so, just a fun little chakra nature read. Marilyn's favorite opening is Diver from, by Nico touches the wall, mm -hmm. but that's not what she rated the best. I'm just throwing that out there. That, was, that one was her favorite. Yeah. She loved that one. It like, it really touched to her. She has always been a fan of anime openings. She, she doesn't know how to describe it. So she's just like, I like the ones that like the, where the music kind of like goes down. Like the vocals kind of like go. Dun, dun, dun. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I get what she means. Like, it's definitely more of like a minor, like a sad kind of tone. Um, so yeah, she's uh, she's a fan of Nico Touches the Wild. It took her a long time to like theirs of uh, Full Metal, but now she really loves that one. Mm. Um, that's her favorite. However, she clearly rated um, opening sixteen silhouette as the number one at a solid thirty three ounces. God damn! What's a uh, thirty three ounces? Uh, let me double check. Let me double triple check. Triple check. Check check. 
so on the 40 ounce grading scale, that would be a cracking a cold one with the boys. So it's yeah. an A minus. Still, still a wet. It's cracking a cold one with the boys. The the next number two rating is um, it's diver, and also it's also size of the moon, which is my personal favorite. I gotta say that one is my personal favorite. Um, mm. thirty two is that also a cracking, cracking a cold one? Yeah, thirty two. So yeah. And then her third highest ranking is opening six, which is sign at uh, 31. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is that another cracking a cold one? 31, yeah. Damn. All three, op- all the, technically four. It's just like the best openings are cracking a cold one with the boys. Yeah. I can agree yeah. with that. Um. She rated the weakest ones as um, if, which is uh, yeah, I know no, 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 that's not about. that one. That's lovers. Oh. Um, if is the the one that kind of like the one that's like it's in the middle of the war, but it shows them sitting at the village. It kind of doesn't make sense for the arc. I will say that. Mm. I agree with her on that. It's tied for that one and the last one, but I think it was because she was expecting a much more epic one. The And the last one is nice if you know what the arc is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. no, I, I agree with her ratings a lot. Like, um, uh, I, I, I personally love uh, Size of the Moon. I think it's my favorite, but I think it's also um, tied in my favorite for both new song and also, um, what's that one called? Uh, not even sudden rain can defeat me. Oh, that one's a banger. The what are your favorite openings, Kyle? Uh, I'm gonna be very straightforward. Uh, Bluebird, Bluebird always a slap. Yeah, Bluebird's always a slap. Uh, I believe it's called Line. It's the, yeah. the third to last one. Tsukima Switch. Because uh. I just like what that represents. Yeah. Especially with the animations where you see, like, Naruto chasing the light and Sasuke fighting it off. And everyone has, like, their own little dream. And then Madara's reaching out for his dream and Kage is like, give me that shit, nigga. Mm-hmm. And, like, like I, I enjoy that one. And then, like, the the one after that with a, the one by Asian Kung Fu Generation. Oh, it's so cool. I, I personally prefer the version when the Naruto and Sasuke so fight fight, the animations. Yeah, uh, where it's yeah, like that one specifically. Story. They're showing mm-hmm. yeah, like, growing that's why up. I didn't throw Bluebird in there because I'm doing it based on like the first time I see it. Oh, okay, I get what you're Bluebird saying. Bluebird would have been in there if it was the second version. Okay, I can understand that. Yeah, and then um, that one line, Bluebird, and probably Silhouette too. Silhouette is just Silhouette's just a really good one. It's 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 the perfect one. Oh shit. I did cry a fourth time. <laughs> Bonus it round. It wasn't it wasn't like uh all the other ones were like tears fell down my cheek. This one, a single tear happened and I wiped it away. Single manly tear? Yeah, single manly <laughs> tear. Guy sensei right there. Um And that happened with the first time I saw Kid Naruto turned into Ninja uh, Naruto. Turned, I was like, I, I was a little drunk when I got to that Watched that little part. nigga grow up. Yeah, I, yeah, that was it. I was like, this, this, he's a man now. <laughs> Happy 17th birthday, nigga. 
Fight <laughs> Sasuke. That's what Minato said. Happy 17th birthday, little nigga. Go fight Sasuke now. Oh, man. Uh, I gotta say, um, Naruto is up there. It's, um, it's up there in my favorite series. M halfway because of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Because that was not the show that got me into anime. Um, technically, technically I only got into anime because of manga, and that was because of Rama One Half, and that's because of my boy Miles Nakamura. Shout out to you, buddy. Okay, okay, um, okay. And but he's the one who actually introduced me to Naruto too. Like, oh, okay, that's yeah. cool. I remember sitting with him the day the episode uh, episode premiered on Toonami, mm -hmm. the first one. Sitting at a TV, it was like pulled out. Okay, it was cool. okay. It was like a, uh, I don't. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember what the first one for me is, but I know like technically the first animes I like watched were like Dragon Ball Z. Oh yeah, Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, Digimon. I can't. I'm, I just can't remember. I'm excluding those. Just which because one I watched first? I'm excluding those just because when I was a little kid, I I actively watched Dragon Ball because I thought it was so cool, and it was like after I watched a bunch of that, I was like, wait, there's a Z. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I saw Z first. Hmm. Like a lot of people did, but then also a lot of people didn't watch Dragon Ball, which is. Shame, shame, shame. Go watch and watch, I will, go back and watch Dragon Ball. I will say, make sure you understand that it was a different time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's some uh, there's some stuff in there that like it's like, okay. Toriyama if, used to be a gag writer, bro. If, if you show me your panties, I'm not wearing panties. <laughs> like, I don't want to see your dirty old fanny. <laughs> My nigga Goku was a savage, dude. Goku since day fucking Goku's one. Baby Dick was all over that show. Oh god, like, it was, just, wasn't it? Just be careful watching Dragon Ball. <laughs> like, it's a classic, though. It is. A, it's a classic. It's it's a classic. The shit was great. I remember having toys of the of Goku with a power pole hitting the rabbit on the head. Oh, like there was a, a part, mo little monster character. There was a there was a hole in his head so you could fit the power pole in so you could have a. Uh, scene of Goku oh, hitting him. Oh, okay. It was cool. That was dope. Yeah, but yeah, Dragon Ball's a classic banger, bro. I, I'm gonna say, um, I don't have. I'm not gonna officially rate it. I'm just gonna throw an ounce out there. I'm gonna give Naruto a solid like 34 ounces. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I can feel. I can vibe with that. Yeah, I can vibe with that. What? Yeah, Naruto. Naruto's good. Man. What's your ounces? Well, how much ounces would you give? Um, just off the top of your head, not trying to like. Scale it. We can do an accurate scaling one day. I'd probably give it a solid 30. Yeah. I have a bit more critiquing for Naruto. Mm. I like Naruto a lot, and I think it has a lot of great qualities. But there's a lot for me personally that holds it back from going higher than that. I think what ha helped for me was I skipped all the filler. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't watch a lot of filler either. I just yeah. think personally plot writing-wise, mm. there's a lot of stuff he could have done better. Like, like, off the bat... There are way too many weak female characters in that series. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to drop it down it, to 32. And it's just like, you, you just lost a couple answers out of me from that. Like, I'm a, bro, I'm a, like, I'm tired of seeing these hoes just get thrown around. Let them do something. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to drop mine down to 32 if I'm actually. I, I like, think, like a solid 30 for me, I think that's like, it's like a strong B. Yeah. Like, it's good. I really bee. like. Yeah. It's a killer B. That's what I'll give it. Like, if Killer B had a, B, a beer brand, it'd be that. Yeah. And I like it. I'm going to drink it. It's nice. Mm-mm-mm. Good shit. Yeah. But it's just like, 
It's not my favorite. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say Naruto is my favorite either. I'm just, I'm very happy with it. Yes, that's how I feel about it too. It's like, it's not perfect, but I enjoyed the ride. I had a good time. Exactly. Thank you for having me. And I gotta say, Hinata, you looked beautiful at the wedding. Yeah, she did. She looked beautiful. And they did that really well. It, it I think if I watched it again, that would be a cry. <laughs> like, cause their little, their little wedding. Yeah. It, helped, like, that, it helped that I wasn't as intoxicated as I've had been throughout watching the show. Mm-hmm. I've been a little, I was a little more sober in the end things. Maybe if I was drunk and I saw that, I would be like, <laughs> she's so beautiful. God damn it, Ryan. Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> um, what is your favorite arc in Naruto? Before we get, uh, I'll talk about the Chakra Natures in a second. But personally, what was your favorite arc in My Naruto? Favorite? Like Naruto and Naruto. Like everything in Naruto combined. What's your favorite arc? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, I will say, even though it's one of the, like a uh, annoying opening, I will give an honorable mention to um the 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 bridge arc of like trying to go to get sasuke like the second arc of shippuden oh. i will give an honorable mention you to that you are arc. my friend but i think <laughs> i think i have to tie it i think i have to give it a tie for um dry versus pain sasuke versus itachi and the sasuke retrieval arc okay i think i have to give it a solid tie between those two those were the arcs that I was the most invested. Both of those arcs I like binged in like a couple nights. Mm. The rest of it was like, I'll watch a couple episodes here next week, watch a couple episodes. Those were the two arcs that I was like, fucking just get down in it. Okay. What about yours? Okay. Uh, off the top of my head, my top three, I would have to say uh, Zabuza with the Bridge Builder is probably like my number three. Like, if I thought of it in more detail, I probably could get, like, a top five. But top yeah. of my head, Bridge Builder with the Zabuza thing, with the Great Naruto. It's so impactful. It just sets a tone. Yeah. Um, number two, uh, Sasuke Retrieval. Yeah. Like, that. It's so good. That also set a tone. That was just yeah. a moment in fucking time where boys became men. Yeah. It's fucking epic. And then uh, Pain Invasion. Pain Invasion is really good. I think Pain Invasion... Like, if I really have to think about it, like, Pain Invasion is probably my favorite Pain arc. Invasion is in my top five, for sure. Just wish Sakura did some more shit. Yeah. But the Pain Invasion, it's... Like, that shit is just like... Like, oh, fuck, they're here! Yeah, it, it was... It was wild. And Kakashi, and then the talk he had with his dead daddy. Oh. And then fucking Naruto pulled up in the Sage Mode shit, and then he was like, now I can throw the Rasen Shuri. I, I gotta say, one of the best parts about that arc was when... Uh, Kakashi gets stabbed through the forehead protector and like dies and then like has enough in him to get up and be like Choji don't be a bitch yeah just just go and he's like yeah. you right and fucking sprints yeah I was I, I remember being a little salty about uh, Kakashi almost like dying but not dying yeah I was like this is some bullshit why always gotta be my favorite character this is stupid and then they're like <laughs> nah everyone's back and you're like all right, All right, I guess I guess that's fine too. Yeah. But this is some bullshit. It, Don't do my boy like that. Nagato's revival thing, it made me feel like bittersweet. Cuz mm-hmm. I was just like, "Yay, everyone's back." But like, did that matter? 
Yeah, I mean, kind of, because it's just like, damn, even after all of that loss, Naruto was still like, come on, Nagato, be a friend. Yeah, <laughs> no, I get you on that. Whereas Na Nagato was just like, fuck, I've lost everything. Okay, so I didn't cry here, but the most heartwarming scene in all of Shippuden, the most, like, heartwarming scene. When is... Naruto was like, let's get a bowl of <laughs> No, it's, um, it's when Naruto talked no jutsu's Nagato, and he's like, Walking. Also, I love the comparison of Naruto and Naguto, Nagato and how Jiraiya thought that Nagato was pretty much the character that he was writing. Mm. And he bases his character off Nagato, but then it, it you know, Naruto. Mm. I love that. But after he talked no juice to him and he's walking through the forest, and he already he already knows Kakashi's dead. Oh! And oh, I know what you're talking he, like, about. He passes out yeah, and Kakashi, Kakashi catches him. him. Yeah! Oh, whenever I think and he's about like, that. this is the least I can do for you. As you're saying, you're just like... <laughs> it's... <laughs> like it made and they get back to the village and everyone's like Naruto and you're just like yeah nigga I do love how the arc after now y'all love me I do love how the arc after everyone's like Naruto Naruto and he's like ah, thanks I don't know what to do with this like, oh yeah he's just like <laughs> y'all love me a little too much went from being the most hated to like please stop yeah. I don't want to be a celebrity <laughs> oh yeah no no I, I remember that that's such a good moment you're just like yeah Fuck yeah, Kakashi, you're alive. Thank God. Yeah. Well, we're not done with you yet. Oh, God. Love my, love me some Kakashi. So you got the who got the five or were you able to find that? or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's read about it. I just want to read about Chakra Nature because I just find it as an interesting power system. Yeah. So the five basic Chakra Natures, also known in Japanese as the, 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 go, the Godai... Kihon Seishinsu, <laughs> I probably butchered that, are the five elemental chakra natures, which are the foundation of all elemental ninjutsu. They are vital to uh, the shinobi lifestyle that each of the five great shinobi countries is named after one of the five. Each element is naturally weaker than and stronger than another. So you have the fire element. It's strong against wind, but weak against water. You have the wind element, which is strong against lightning, but weak against fire. You have the lightning element, which is strong against earth, but weak against wind. You have the earth element, which is strong against water, but weak against lightning. And then you have the water element, which is strong against fire, but weak against earth. Basically, if an elemental technique is put against another elemental technique of the same level, but of a stronger nature, then the technique with the superior nature will prevail. However, a technique with a weaker nature can overpower a technique with a stronger nature if the former is of a higher level. For example, fire can overpower water. Uh, fire can overpower a water technique if it's first strengthened by a wind technique. So shit like that. So if you're using like advanced fire techniques, like a basic water dragon jutsu isn't gonna stop like a giant, great. Uh, what is it called? Um, uh, Great fire annihilation or some shit like that. Like it's not gonna like a water dragon's not gonna put that out. But if they're of equal level, then the stronger nature wins out. So you you get your little rock paper scissors circle, but there's some exceptions depending on strength. Uh, a similar principle applies in how techniques of the same element interact. That is called counterbalancing. The two techniques of the same nature and the same level are used against each other. They can cancel each other out. 
As a lightning release, false darkness is deflected with lightning cutter. The Raikiri. Uh, however, if two techniques have different levels, the higher level technique will not only prevail, but will go stronger from interaction with the weaker. As when Amaterasu, the highest level fire release technique, grew stronger by absorbing the opposing fire release great fireball technique. Affinity. In general, every person's chakra has an affinity towards one of the five basic nature transformations. Affinity at the, uh, can at times be genetic, or at least common for a particular family. Most members of the Uchiha clan have an affinity towards the fire nature, don't they? Uh, one's affinity can uh, be determined using pieces of paper made from a special type of tree that is grown and fed with chakra. When this so-called chakra induction paper is exposed to even the slightest hint of chakra, it reacts according to the chakra's latent element. So the paper test. We, we saw that when Naruto did it. So fire. The paper will ignite and turn to ash. Wind. The paper will split in two, as what would happen with Naruto. Lightning. The paper will crinkle. Earth. The paper will turn to dirt and crumble away. Water. The paper will become wet or damp. So that's how people use... Normally, that's how a lot of people discover their uh, chakra nature. Unless you're like a part of a special clan. Like with the Uchiha clan, most of the Uchiha just had a special affinity towards fire. They just love to see shit burn, especially themselves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shinobi have an easier time learning to create and control chakra, uh, chakra nature that matches their affinity. Although, even then, it takes a number of years. Naruto... Uh, overcame that number of year thing by shadow clone rapid training ah i love his shadow clone like tricks like let me just, just cheat in the system yeah let me just have a couple shadow clones in sage mode like on standby so i have <laughs> he no, he's smart and yeah because he, he uses them well they they they've made it a point to say like because of his pranks yeah, like like, he, like they he, grew off of that. Yeah, like his his cunning with his his cunningness. He's cunning. He's not yeah, intelligent. He, he, he's cunning. He underdog. He underdogged it. Yeah. Whereas Boruto is more um, naturally talented. I think Boruto learned his three affinities like right off the bat. Which oh, I, wow. I think they're like it's like water, lightning, and and I forget what the third one is, but he knows water and lightning. Like he he good for Boruto. Yeah, Boruto is like very naturally talented, but he initially he doesn't have an ideal to become a ninja. Mm. It goes along with the story. Okay. Uh, let's see. Infinity. Shinobi are not limited to the nature they have an affinity for, and it is, in fact, common for Jonin to have mastered two natures. Although it is technically possible to master all five natures, it is very rare because of how much training is involved. Konohamaru Sadatobi further reiterates its rarity by noting he's only witnessed two shinobis use all five chakra natures shinobi capable of using all five natures including hashirama senju tobi rama senju but tobi rama special specialized in water style and hiras inside of tobi orochimaru mu and kakashi hatake uh and this nigga named victor in the anime only I don't know who this nigga who is. Who the fuck is Victor? Victor, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> All of them are like, Hashirama, Sarutobi, Victor. Are the <laughs> only ones known to have done this via normal means. Other methods... Of, well, I mean, I feel like Kakashi cheated. 
<laughs> still. But other methods of acquiring all five natures include possession of the Renegon to shorten the learning process, acquiring the six paths in Jutsu and the Truth Seeking Balls, which is what Naruto did when he got a Sage Mode. He was able to use like all the chakra natures as well as all the combinations. Yeah. Uh, possession of the Beshosen allows any shinobi the uses of all five natures. Using Earth Grudge Fear, oh, Kakazu's technique, to gather hearts with other chakra natures. In the anime, this bitch Fuka got them by stealing others' chakra. Though due to the accumulated amounts surpassing one body limits, she had to divide them into various combinations in multiple bodies. Oh, the rest of them are like movie shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You got your yin and yang. So here's where we get into the advanced bullshit. So you got your yin and yang release. Aside from the five elemental nature transformations, there are two nature transformations that are the source of all non-elemental techniques, such as shadow imitation technique, multi-size technique, medical ninjutsu, genjutsu, etc. There is yin release, based on the imitation or imagination and spiritual energy of the shinobi, and yang release, based on the vitality and physical nature of shinobi. Together, they can use to be. Uh, Together, they can be used to perform the yin-yang release. The transformation of yin and yang has to do with altering the balance between spiritual and physical energy and chakra. That's that's basically what, like, Choji fucked with, huh? Yeah, like partial expansion jutsu, Just shadow that. manipulation, the healing jutsu, uh, mind transfer. So, Inoshika Cho was, like, yin and yang, really. Yeah, they used yin-yang-based techniques. Uh, as explained by Shikamaru Nada... Uh, Tayuya's spirit worms were forms of... Tayuya was the, the sound for a girl that used the yeah. flute. Were forms of chakra that mostly consist of spiritual energy. Thus, they require stability and feed upon the physical energy they lack. And then we have our combined nature transformation. So this is where we get into the good nitty-gritty shit. Uh, by using two or three basic nature transformations simultaneously, one can create completely new elemental nature with unique properties that wouldn't exist on its own. However, doing this requires a keki genkai. Or, if three elements are used, a keki tota. In the anime, it is further stated that those with the ability to combine the elemental nature transformations possesses an affinity for the chakra nature they must simultaneously use. You got a lot of shit. In the manga, nine combined nature transformations have been shown. Ice release. Created by simultaneously combining the water and wind natures, infamous, infamously used by the Yuki clan. So that was, you know... Haku. Your boy Haku. Uh, wood release. Is created by simultaneously combining earth and water natures. We already know Senju. who did it. The legendary Hashirama Senju. And my boy Yamato. Yamato with the Hashirama cells. And of course Madara by stealing some of Hashirama cells. Uh, lava release. Is created by simultaneously combining water and earth natures. That's May, right? Uh, a characteristic of combining the four tails and its Chinchiriki. Oh yeah, And a Kekai Genkai used by the Kirigakure. Iwagakure and Kumogakure, also used by the ninja of the Amegakure in the anime and Ishigakure in the novels. It is implied that the two ways of writing this nature are pointing out that they are different in some way. Mei Torumi's lava release melting apparition technique and Boro's lava release 
uh, planet-bending blasts, which utilize strong acidic fluid, are the only lava release techniques written... Oh, this has stuff to do with kanji. Yeah, so I'm going to use lava release. Uh, storm release is created by simultaneously combining lightning and water natures. A KK Genkai used by Dadali. Oh, yeah, my boy with the Black Panther and oh. the light. You telling me the the Cloud Village now black and Darui's main technique is Black Panther? Yeah, no. You bullshit. Honestly, he was... I wish I had more... We got more of him. Oh, yeah, Darui was so... He was so fucking he, cool with it. That, that arc with, like, him and Inoshikacho fighting on the coast, like, mm -hmm. was one of the coolest arcs in Darui's the show. such a cool dude, He and he was the next Raikage after that. He was the only one besides the Raikage who was allowed to have the, the tattoo. Mm-hmm. My nigga. Boil release. It's created by simultaneously combining water and fire natures, a characteristic of the Five Tails in its Jinchetiki, and one of the Kekai Genkai used by the fifth Mizukage. Dust release. This nigga's getting dusted. It's created by simultaneously combining fire, earth, and wind natures, a Kekai Tota used by the second and third Tsuchikage. Explosion release is hinted to be made of fire or of earth and lightning natures. Akeki Genkai, common of members of Iwagakue's Explosion Corpse. So I'm assuming that's supposed to be set shit that Darumi uses, or oh, Gatorade yeah. uses, like his clay bombs. Yeah. Uh, Scorch Release is implied to be created by simultaneously combining fire and wind natures. Akeki Genkai only used by Pakuda. And I guess when Naruto and Sasuke use their combinations, it's technically they're using like a Scorch Release thing. Yeah. Side note. I, I absolutely love the part when, like, Naruto finds out his win release, and he's like, oh, win? And they're like, yeah, that's right, you're good against Sasuke. And then later it's like, Naruto's, uh, <laughs> like, because they're like, oh. Because, um, win, I think, here, let me go back up. Uh, well, uh, it lost to one of Sasuke's nature, but beats the other. Um, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. they were saying, like uh, I think it's um it beats lightning, but helps it, it fire. Beats, yeah, it beats lightning, but he wouldn't have a match against Sasuke's uh, fire nature. Yeah, so like I remember the part where like they're just like wind. It's like that's right, Naruto. You can beat Sasuke, and then later on, it's revealed that Naruto's thoughts were like, no, me and Sasuke can work together. Yeah, <laughs> that little bitch. Magnet release. Is implied to be created by simultaneously combining wind and earth natures, a characteristic of the One Tails and its Cherokee, and one of the Kenkai Keki Genkai used by Ninja of the Sukigakari and Kumogakari. And I believe this is also how Gara's dad used the magnet release. Yeah, because they use he used it's iron. It's the gold dust. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gold dust. That's right. The 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 the. I think it's the third Kazakage used the the iron release, the yeah. iron sand manipulation. But Gara's dad mixed gold dust with the sand. That's right. But yeah, I think both of those could be like magnet release. Yeah. And the anime, novels, movies, and additional advanced nature transformations have been shown. Using the anime, crystal release is suggested to be made of at least earth nature. Using uh, Garahita, Naruto should put in the movie Wheel of, Wheel of Fire. Steel release. Is a Kekai Genkai used by Metodo Konijiki and stolen from unnamed Shinobi Hidako. Steel release. Okay, that's interesting. Hmm. 
whatever release. Mud release. Mud. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Uh, what other? Dark release. Uh, Swift release. What the fuck? These are made when, up. When you get into the made up stuff, it kind of gets a little wild. They just throw some shit. Trivia. The concept of nature transformation parallels the real life art uh I'm a I'm a da 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 I can't I can't pronounce this I'm sorry oh, I'm not make it racist. <laughs> literally meaning the way of yin and yang which is a mixture of natural sciences and occultism it largely features losing and yang in chapter 316 Naruto asks about the nature transformation of Shikamaru's shadow imitation technique and Choji's multi-size technique, as well as medical ninjutsu and genjutsu. Of those four, only medical ninjutsu has been specifically connected to either yin or yang release. But I guess we could assume the others have been connected to yin and yang release or some. Like, I would expect um, Choji's expansion jutsu to be yang, because yeah. they said it was physical. I, I, I actually read something Shikamaru's about... Shikamaru's yin be yin release. I actually read about Choji today, and it said that it was yang release. Yeah. Techniques such as toad oil bullet and the poison mist mentioned covering and kneading chakra materials or substances, but have never been mentioned in certain chakra nature to use certain chakra natures. Certain other techniques involved uh, involved in manipulating substances are also used are often used to confuse the 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 the. Sorry, certain other techniques involved in manipulating substances are often also confused to be chakra natures, such as silk, bone, and ink. However, substances cannot be produced from chakra alone, meaning the chakra has not changed in nature, and it is rather used to change already existing substances. Okay. So, like, Sai doing his, like, calligraphy isn't, like, a chakra nature. Yeah. Or the Kimimaro's, like, bones isn't a chakra It's just nature. his bones growing. Due to chakra effect. Yeah. yeah, chakra manipulation. Damn. It's pretty interesting how these techniques work. Yeah. In Naruto Shippuden episode 63, <laughs> Yamato, these are just interesting trivia facts. Yamato incorrectly says that no known ah. shinobi has ever mastered all of you were just saying that. In Naruto episode 174, Kushida used techniques, or I'm sorry, not Kushida, Kunihisa. These techniques called money release techniques uh, money sell jutsu which was used to s simply buy whatever he wanted <laughs> in game shisune uses hog release a technique where she uses tauntaun <laughs> in the novel uh, Sasuke Shiden book of sunrise Nowaki uses typhoon release a variant of wind release Sasuke Uchiha uses Blaze release, a very a variant of fire release. That's that's pretty much like yeah. his uh, Mangekio Sharingan abilities. He can yeah. use uh, a Matarasu with one eye and then the other eye is for his Blaze release, which allows him to use flame manipulation. Yeah, which is why he could shape his fire into whatever he wanted, whereas uh, Itachi could only just use a Matarasu. Yeah, and then the Yatamera was said to be imbued with all nature transformations. To change its own characteristics to deflect any attack. So yeah, the world of ninjutsu is interesting. It is very interesting. You know, my ninja. I, I, I gotta love Naruto. 
Yeah, solid. Though they built the lore. Yes, I, I I definitely agree with that. It's it's interesting to study, and just be like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's neat. Well, I'd say that's a wrap on the the, the retrospective. Yeah, but we got we got a little parting gift for you guys. This is my gift for you, Kyle. Oh, on oh. our road on our road to one hundred, something that you've plagued me with for years. Uh oh, and introduced. Uh, our fine Argentinian Virginian fans. <laughs> I got one for you, man. You ready for a, a, a lyric read along? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what the name of this song is. I want you to guess it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> do it, do it. They de. <laughs> they gal dem shilasi. Sean DePaul. So me give it to. So me give it to. So me give it to. To all girls. No. Five million and forty naughty shorty. Oh my god. Baby girl. All my girls. All my girls. Sean DePaul say. Well, woman, the time cold. I want to be keeping you warm. God damn it. I got the right temperature. Fish shelter you from the storm. Not two. It's fit. Yes. Oh Lord, gal, I got the right tactics to turn you on. And girl, I want to be the papa. You can be the mom. Oh, oh. So here, we can tell that Sean Paul is asking for consent to impregnating another woman. God damn it, Ryan. <laughs> May I see the gal then broke out upon the floor. From you don't want no worthless performer. From you don't want no man way can't turn you on, gal. Make I see your hand up on ya. Wait, wait. Make I see your hand them up on ya. Oh can't tampon it long. Now eat your yam. No steam fish. Nor no green banana. But down in Jamaica, we give it to you hot like a sauna. Yes. What woman though time cold? I want to be keeping you warm. <laughs> I got the right temperature to shelter you from the storm. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I got the right tactics to turn you on. And girl, I want to be the papa. You can be the mom. The oh, fact oh. that it's Ryan doing it is what makes it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bumper exposed and gal, you got your chest out. <laughs> <laughs> but you Bars. know, but you know, wasters, cause gal, you impress out. And if you de if if you des out on me, you fee test out. Cause I got the remedy to make you distressed out. Me halfy flunt it back a, me God bless out. And girl, if you want it, you halfy confess out. <laughs> I no lie, where we need set speed, half you test the mattress out. Well, woman, oh the way God. time cold, I want to be keeping you warm. I got the right temperature if it shelter you from the storm. Or Lord, Lord, yeah, I got the right text to turn you on. And girl, I want to be, be the papa, papa. You can be the mom. Oh, oh. This should just be a segment in itself, just white people <laughs> singing Sean Paul lyrics. <laughs> Like, like I would, I would love that. Just like white people reach on Polly. Y'all don't stay me crazy now. The strange love it, I know Bridget and Flava show. <laughs> Flava show. 
<laughs> time for make time for you make babies. So now let's go. So stop going like you act uh, shoddy, yo. <laughs> I love Ryan struggling to get. <laughs> I'm like, because I'm like trying to read it fast. <laughs> like, like, and I'm like, wait, that's... like I fucking love it. Like Ryan's just like. Uh, <laughs> Let me try try that first. Gal, don't say me crazy now. This strange love, it's a no Bridget and Flavor show. Time for you make baby now, so stop going like you uh, act shady, yo. Woman, don't play me now. Cousin, no Fred Sanford, no Grady, yo. My loving is the way to go. My loving is the way to go. Well, woman, the way at time cold, I want to be keeping you warm. I got the right temperature to shelter you from the storm. Oh, Lord, gal, I got the right tactics to turn you on. And girl, I... Wanna be the papa, you can be the mom. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> When you roll like with a player like me, Jesus Christ, with a brother so like me, gal, there is no other. No need to talk it right there, right here. Just park it right here, keep it undercover. Kami love how you fit in a you blouse and you fat in a you jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and me one discover. Everything about you, baby girl. Can you hear me when you? Can you hear when me utter? Well, woman, the way time cold. I want to be keeping you warm. I got the right temperature to shelter you from the storm. Oh Lord, gal, I got the right tactics to turn you on. And girl, I want to be the papa. You, you can, can be, be the, the mom. mom. Oh, oh, oh. Make I see the gal then broke out on upon the floor. Jesus <laughs> Christ! From you, don't want no worthless performer. From you don't want no man we can't turn you on, gal. Make I see your hand upon ya. Can't tan pon it long. Not eat your yam, no steam fish, nor no green banana. But down in Jamaica, we give it to you. You already said that. Hot like a sauna. Well, woman, the tam. I cool. <laughs> well, woman, the time cold. I want to be keeping you warm. I got the right temperature for shelter you from the storm. <laughs> oh, Lord. God, I got the right tech six to turn you on. And girl, I want to be the papa. You can be the mom. Oh, oh. So this song is about consexual impregnation. Like, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I didn't know I needed that in my life. <laughs> I really didn't know I needed that in my life. Until I heard Ten, it. Ten, no, what was it? Five million and forty naughty shorty. Five million forty naughty shorty. Five million and forty naughty ninja. <laughs> <laughs> God There's damn it. There's a fucking podcast name right there. It's just like... I want to say it's racist, but... <laughs> I want to say that you reading that song was a hate crime. But <laughs> I literally read what Google lyrics gave me. I understand. I understand. I understand. But you don't understand. <laughs> I do. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I understand. <laughs> All right. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell Wait, you. Wait. Oh my God. <laughs> right. Make I see the gal then broke po out upon the floor. Oh God, he's gonna so break it down. From you don't want no worthless performer. From you don't want no man. We can't turn you on, gal. I can see your hand up them up on ya. Then can't, can't ten pan it long. Now you yam, no fish. <laughs> well, whatever. You get what it's saying. 
Yes. What he's saying is like, I see you up on the floor. You're dancing. You're dancing very hot, and I want to be up all on you. Now, I know I'm not the greatest dancer, but we can work something out here. Like, I know, I know, like, you don't want to eat no yams, no fish, no green banana. What he's saying is like, I know you don't want no like basic shit. I know you don't want the basic shit, girl. God damn it, Ryan. <laughs> In Jamaica, we keep it hot like a sauna. Like, I'm I'm guessing this girl is not of Jamaican. This is why I left the village. This, this is why the slash is on my headband. It's <laughs> Ryan. He's saying like, I'm pretty sure this girl is not Jamaican. He's telling her like, I'm not like no basic stuff. But in Jamaica, we keep it hot like a sauna. I, there's going to be so many people that are just going to be like, who the fuck is Sean Paul? Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember when we tried to buy Sean Paul tickets and it was sold out? Dude, I do actually remember <laughs> that. I was shocked. I was like, Sean Paul sold out? Because it wasn't even near like Sean Paul's peak. It was like in 2016 that he announced the tour. I went to the tickets and I was like, brother, sold out. <laughs> I was like, damn, because I would have went. I totally would have went and saw Sean Paul. Yeah. We were already due. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking down. Let's do it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Fun fact about me, man. When I was like like 10 around around 10, mm-hmm. around that age, Sean Paul was like my artist dog. <laughs> I fucking loved Sean Paul. I'm sorry, what? I would make my mom put on Sean Paul CDs when we drive. <laughs> like I thought he was the shit, bruh. I'm not even bullshit. That you. kills that. That to my, I'm so happy I know that. One of my favorite songs <laughs> is where he's like, "What winding down the road?" Oh god. Down the road. All right, so I gotta get Sh- Ryan a Sean Paul poster for his birthday. Please do. That would go up are right you gonna, next are to you my gonna, PC. I'm like, are you gonna put it up if I buy it? It's going right next to my okay, PC. Okay, I gotta dog. buy it. I gotta I had buy a space it. waiting. Yes. Absolutely yes. The answer right. is yes. I gotta get you a Sean Paul poster. There we go. In his biggest puffiest coat. Oh please. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Road to one hundred, everyone. Woo! One down, nine to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I have ideas for what I want to do. The word for one hundred. Uh, road to one hundred. I'll I'll probably like um write them down they won't be in a particular order and i'll send them to you i know you said you had ideas for a halloween episode so i'll leave a slot open for that yeah definitely. we re-record on halloween okay so i have an idea for not the whole episode just maybe like 30 minutes at the end okay cool 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 um oh you know it was fucking hilarious i was telling kevin yesterday so kevin's birthday is on halloween right? yeah um Henri sonahara from dorara's birthday is also halloween i was like Kevin, for Halloween, you should dress up as Henri. <laughs> it's just an oversized hoodie with a bob wig and glasses. And like two balloons? Yes. <laughs> we'll get him a sword. I'll be like, look at you. Parasite. Just like Henri. <laughs> Fuck, end it there. Fuck. Fuck. Okay, now someone told me when it's coming. I could be a plushy cuddler with you or something A weighty blanket sipping chocolate neck and golden bumping A crunchy roll get cozy, my little story, what we watching I know that you ain't wanna start the combo I see the way you look at me, the fireworks my starting Ruby red cheeks roasting marshmallows, how I feel this like it But Tashini wa koku haku ga ahimasu Way up, 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 way up
Love me.